Blog Talk Radio. on the J. King Network contain mature content and may be deemed as offensive in nature. However, they may not reflect the same views held by the network itself. So please, use discretion when tuning in. Good morning, Tim Watson. Good morning, Robert Cathy. Good morning, Willie Zinn. Good morning, everybody. My name is J. King. Welcome to Kings in the Morning. With me are my co-hosts. Mushroom Fred. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the J. King Show this morning. Have a blessed day and get ready for a rough and rocky ride. Eat well, you are what you eat. Dr. Dre with the high top fade. Good morning, everyone. Hope you slept well. It's about that time. Let's make it do what it do. Good morning, little Philly. Uh, yes, um, HLIC1. We have a disclaimer, and the reason why we have a, a disclaimer is because uh, it's a bunch of shit that's going to be said this morning by a bunch of ignorant motherfuckers. And so before they start spewing the ignorant shit they spew, we have to have a disclaimer so that you all know that I'm not with this bullshit. That's just who they are and what they do. Good morning, Annette Maddox. Good morning, little cousin, Lilia Williams. Good morning, Jelena. I see Brother Reverend Ali decided he wanted to show up. What do you mean decide I wanted to show up? Don't you know that a person might have phone problems or issues? Jay King, you talking about you ain't affiliated with us, and you got to fill out a disclaimer. There's a disclaimer when the show comes on, Jay King. That's what she said. First of all, time's out. Little Willie and the Grease Monkey. She asked... A disclaimer, she said a disclaimer, laugh out loud. She's obviously listening to the show for the first time on Instagram. So she, well, she must be doing something together. I had to explain uh-huh. to her why there's a disclaimer because of you ignorant motherfucker. Yeah, so but you too. You, you right here with us. You, you ignorant too, J.K. And you know, my, my, mama say, my mama say you show you your friend, you the nigga that you hang with, you just like him. Kings of- That's right. You know you ate that banana pudding yesterday, nigga. You got sugar on you. I did not. I threw it out. I did not. I threw it out. <laughs> I threw it out. So is this our first time? You threw it out, Just wait. You taste it before you throw <laughs> it out. Good morning, Jerome. I'm not ordering it again. I'm not buying another one. I threw uh, it out. Is this our first time? Them dreams, them, them bees didn't chase him last night, goddammit, because he didn't eat all that bullshit. No, my sister's making my chili beans now. Good morning, Tim. Yeah, well, she shouldn't make it with me, because it ain't nothing but sugar, J.K. It's just like that banana pudding you threw away. Um, Ali, you're the, you're the only vegan I know that's overweight, nigga. So 
And well, that's why right. I, 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 I double up on carbs. Tony Dwayne is a vegan, and he got diabetes. So you motherfuckers ain't perfect. Well, that's Tony Dwayne. Tony Dwayne don't use tuna. He don't know how to break down his food or his vegetables. You got to put turmeric and stuff out, like that in it. You can't just eat vegetables um, like that. You know See, that's what's wrong with you niggas. Y'all don't know nothing. You got an excuse for a better way of life. With your nose in the air. I'm not a meat eater. Nah, I don't walk around with a nose. I'm trying to save you because I got love you for you. Giving, I want you to be here for a long giving, time. You giving eight, uh, uh, grape nuts. The motherfucker died at 67. I don't eat grape nuts, J.K. I don't eat grape nuts. Look at that nigga. That nigga's bloated already. J.K. King got a fat back, don't he? That motherfucker bloated looked like he got a towel around his ass. <laughs> you're, not, you're talking about me? Are you talking about yes, me? you. <laughs> I think he's talking about you. You know, he's talking about you. Uh-uh. He said when you stand up, you, you got a stand back. You know you got a bloated belly. Come on and got that belly. He couldn't be fitting you I no know. Baby. Good morning, Dave Smith. First of all, the last thing I have is a bloated belly. I think everybody can see that. I'm standing up. You can see that. But let me tell you uh, I think something. you got a fat bag. Let me tell you. You got a fat bag, and we ain't talking about the group. Let me tell you something, you rhinoceros, big butt-ass nigga of Frederica. Nigga, if you was in the prison, nigga, you, you would be somebody's girlfriend. You'd be everybody's girlfriend. They'd be digging off in your ass, your big old rump roast ass every day. How dare you say anything about me, nigga, and my weight as big as your ass is. Nigga, you so big. Nigga, you, if, if I took you to a concert and you laid on the floor, they think you were the motherfucking stage. That's how big your ass is. Um, good morning, J.D. Henry. I, I can't believe, I can't believe your big ass, your big ass even got something to say about nigga. You, nigga, you, you, you are a triple D in the breast size, nigga. <laughs> good morning, brother. You see, you see, you just, you just showed us your two colors, Jay. You part of this ignorant crew. We heard what you just said. <laughs> he used that on the Domino Daddy. He used that no, on I, Domino. I need on, on that, that Domino Good morning, Todd. So that, so that girl's her first time on, on, on here, right? I wonder if she a virgin too. <laughs> she ain't worried about you. She's got something to her off already. Yeah, good. Get on. Don't come over here messing with us. We living life, having fun. This, uh, good morning, Gina. Nigga. This nigga is one. And I'm um, Fred, your big ass, you one operation away from being transgender, nigga. So if I argue, I'd leave me alone. <laughs> you learned that one then. Where the fuck you learned that at? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That nigga's a kind of a different ignorant crew, ain't he? <laughs> yeah, that motherfucker been hanging out with the transgender stuff. He's been hanging out with the motherfuckers. Good morning, Paulette. Good morning, Elijah Baker. Good morning, Doris Green. I got, What's up, I got Elijah? I've got a nigga that, that, that this is the same motherfucker that talked about wearing a motherfucker uh, 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 thong with his big ass. <laughs> <laughs> In the world around the side. I can't find on the that thing. This motherfucker laying on, on the beach one day with a thong on, and somebody says, Mom, look, look. 
morning. Good morning, Karen Rivera. Song hit again. Get control of yourself, Jay. Move on. Let's talk healthy, bro. Mm-hmm. Nigga, we talk healthy. We got to tell you not to eat for three months, and we gonna get get the healthy. Nigga, you can't eat for three months. So fuck up, Ali. You're you're a traitor ass nigga, man. What you mean? I ain't do nothing. <laughs> Are you giggling like a little squicking bitch? Booty I ain't rapping. That, that wasn't me. That wasn't me, nigga. That was Dre, nigga. That was so that fuck, was nigga. I, with I that was not laughing. Haircut. I just opened my mic up. That was Dre. You're making a woman down with that fucked up haircut and that fucked up muffled mic. Motherfucker, that was not me laughing at your ass. I'm just that telling was, you. That was, that was Ali laughing at your big ass. Because Ali know that your big ass laying on the beach with a goddamn thong help, on is ridiculous. Help, Ali. Help. Help, nigga. No, help, man. What that you was, that wasn't me, Fred. Fred, why you believe in that shit, Fred? That wasn't me. I was laughing at your, at your last joke. Rob, I was talking about you the other day. I was talking about about you and your and your commitment to music, and not everybody make a real commitment to music, mm-hmm. and uh, and that you that you that he you said Rob wasn't at his best. <laughs> no, what I said, I did not say that. But Rob, don't listen. To, you listen to a motherfucker that is that is a vegan. Uh, and but that's overweight. So don't even you can't even listen mm-hmm. to him. You can't even listen to him. You can't even get, trust the motherfucker overweight weight beat. I'm trying to get you to be the same way, Pop. I want you to live to you're hundred and nine. Got a group called Song in the game. And Fred um, big Fred is in a group called Song in the game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that um the that first single is called Where's the String? I can't find it. Where's the mm-hmm. string? I can't find it. I can't find it. You can find that man. around the world and I, I, I can't find my fat bag. <laughs> anyway, Rob Best, I was talking about your commitment to music and um, and uh, the fact that I really like this song right here. And it's white. <laughs> I'm looking at this girl, what's up? 
morning, Versus is whack. Don't worry about him, Rob Best. That's the ears of stone. This is yeah, yo, yo versus Rob Best. Yo versus is whack. Yo, yo hook, your hook is okay, but you got the talk box on your shit. Sing out, nigga. We call him the ears of stone for a reason. Just know that. Good morning, DJG. Damn, he's good. I'll leave. He ain't, I couldn't understand what the fuck he was saying. He needs to turn that. Well, yeah, motherfucker, you can't hear what anybody thinks. Your fat ass, your ears I got buy the fucking music. I buy the music, you're, you're, nigga. You ain't buying shit. You got your, you got fat in your ears. You can't hear because you got fat ears. This motherfucker can't hear because he got ears of stones. So, nigga, if y'all want no. to do, it will be called fat ears and the ears of stones. We can't okay. hear that. I bet you that nigga. Your I bet you that nigga don't sound good without that talk box. <laughs> Tell that nigga to sing without that talk box. That nigga is whack. <laughs> you know what? I'm not worried about you, Stone. Nigga, you got you got Flintstones. You you niggas in the Flintstones. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. That nigga got a commitment to the talk box. That's about it. <laughs> you know what? I'm not, I'm not even worried about you. Uh, I, I listen to records. I think good record. I bought it. I bought it already. I bought it when when it came available. It was, I thought it was a wasn't bad at all. I thought it was a synthesizer. A synthesizer. I thought that was a synthesizer. You don't think you... Um, <laughs> yeah, I know. He said, I know. <laughs> uh, good morning, Mick. Uh, <laughs> John Beckman said, <laughs> Fred has teeth ears, ear teeth. <laughs> you meant teeth ears. Uh, he just be chewing up sound with his ears. Good morning, uh, Herbert. How you doing, sir? He's one of the I can't, I, I, I'm trying to find a, um, a email of um, I, uh, Young Mommy, Young Mommy. We're going to have Young Mommy on the show uh, next week, you guys. Or, so let me tell you, 
I am going to be out of the country from December 2nd through December 11th, okay? Good morning, Keith Gore. Good morning, JoJo Red. So, so, so um, Ali, I need you. Man, to be, man, come to be on, Jay. Don't leave that nigga the keys come to the on, building in the lawn, man. Fuck that shit. Everybody's going to get muted when they say one word wrong. Well, y'all niggas is fucked up. Yeah. Nigga, you know what, Drake? I thought you was my partner. I'm kicking your ass off the bus, nigga. <laughs> I am, nigga. Got you fuck? back, but you be muted at the wrong time, bro. You muted the... Um, good morning, Bubba Love. So I'm going to be going... So I'm going to try to actually make the shows because I think early morning for you is late. Let me see. What time is it right now in Africa? Um... Right now, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 1, 2, 3. Maybe it'll be in the afternoon. Maybe it'll be in the afternoon. If it is, then I'll be able to make it. Otherwise, I'm going to have to count on Ali. Ali, just do me a favor. Don't be so... What do you mean? I have good so shows bad. without you around. What are you talking about? Ask Jeff Carlin and, and, and John Beckman. Those are the truth. You to tell the truth when you ain't here. When somebody say something That's fucked up you don't like. Hey, you know what? <laughs> you, you starting off right now, Dre. Nobody and Yo, nothing he don't like shit. So we get nigga, him. I mean, he don't like nobody. Hey, Fred, I thought I was protecting you this morning. Now I'm going to grieve with Jay with your big old fat rhinoceros ass. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm just telling the truth, man. I mean, goddamn. You, you so angry. We ain't going to have no motherfucking show. We got everybody got to be muted. <laughs> All right, nigga, well, don't call, call in then. Nigga, nigga, this ain't the show for you then, nigga. You and Drake. <laughs> They, they can call in. You got to call in. I got in. your fucking back, man. Come on now. You got my back, nigga. You can't even cut hair, nigga. Look at his own fucking head. It's out of control, you guys. I can't do nothing about it. These, these motherfuckers, they, they don't want to be good. I was they down with you, Dre. Your you motherfucker Kings in the Morning logo is whack now, nigga. I'm down with your ass, man. My my logo was the shit, and you know it. Stop it. <laughs> I like that. Um, I like that. Um, that logo. Uh, of course you like it. I, of course you like it. Shit. Uh, Fred, the only I'm reason why you, you don't like the motherfucker is if you like gravy it or not. On it. If he had gravy dripping off of it, your big ass would like it. Shit. <laughs> um, um, do a do a logo with gravy on it. Um, Dre and, and, and his fat ass would like it. Oh, 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 that's Steve. Steve, uh, how you doing, sir? A good idea. That's going to be on some of my so, T-shirts uh, when I get there. So let me made. tell you guys. So the date in Sacramento has changed from March 30th to March 23rd because that's um, that's um, uh, fooling with uh, Easter. So it'll be March 23rd. In Sacramento, uh, we'll have everything. Uh, tickets will be available in the next week or two. Uh, didn't didn't y'all know that before said, you picked the first date? Uh, they, we they wanted. Up. I'm well, gonna get this my that, If I had known that, I wouldn't have. Um, I wouldn't have said. I would have. I have said. Well, that's said. that's a sign, J King. That don't nobody really give a fuck about Easter. So just do your. That's why your dumbass is on mute. That's what, because um, that's what they call I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Yeah. 
So um this I should so Michelle Neal <laughs> um uh, good morning Reginald Sanders. Good morning, uh Teresa Martin. Fred, your name is on here. Benny Middlebrook's name's on here. Jeff Carter's name is on here. John Beckman's name is on here. Kim Virgil's name is on here. Hell so, mine when you mail that white boys. I know you're gonna do it for his punk ass. When you mail John Beckman's you uh, mail mine in, motherfucker. We do everything in the world for that cracker. I didn't know y'all got suits for monkeys. Damn, Kim Virgil, that motherfucker that moved up. Why are you guys calling Kim? Why, you know, we, good morning, Stephen Parker. If this is your first time listening to the show, let me just say this to you. There's nothing kind about this show. It's very politically incorrect. These are some mean motherfuckers on the show. They don't know how to say nothing good to for or about anyone. And that's the mm-hmm. sad part about it. Did Kim Virgil get the uh, one with the hoodie, Jay? Because she need to cover up that bald-ass head of hers. Not completely true, true Jay, but nice guy. He's just I'll say nice things about people, people all the time. Good morning, Bernard Middlebrook. I'm a nice guy. I say nice shit all the time. So before we get too deep into this thing, I'm going to do the daily word. Brother Reverend Ali, are you going to do the word of the day? I got the word of the day. And then we're going to start off with the NAACP. I'm going to give you guys an update. Oh, good morning, Paulette. Uh, I'm going to give you guys an update on some of the things that's happening around the NAACP. Uh, um, <laughs> Professor Keone said, Fred, your sweatsuit is coming via freight. <laughs> on Tuesday, November on Tuesday, November twenty eighth, twenty twenty three, the Daily Word is plenty. P L E N T Y. P L E N T Y. I give thanks for my blessings, large and small. Joy fills my heart in so many ways each day. I hear it in the laughter of a child at play and see it in the excitement of a dog greeting its owner. I feel joyous when I take in the vibrant colors of a sunrise and gaze at the immensity of the stars in the night sky. From the smallest creature to the vastness of the universe, I find evidence of God all around me. Little things in life fill my heart, strengthening my connection to my dear ones and to the planet itself. Good morning, Joe Carter. I open myself to the goodness of God. I notice the smile of a stranger and the fragrance of a flower. I marvel at the miracle of my body and give thanks for my place in the world. I joyously give thanks for my blessings every day. Today's Bible verse, good morning, Sherland. Good morning, Vinny Sherada. Today's Bible verse is 2 Corinthians 9, 8. And God is able to provide you with every blessing and abundance, so that by always having enough of everything, you may share abundantly in every good work. Brother Reverend Ali, good morning, Todd Welch. What is the word of the day? Sir T, good morning. OG, the word of the day is bald, spelled B-A-L-D. 
and the definition for bald is having a scalp wholly or partly lacking hair of an animal not covered by the usual fur hair or feathers. Let's see if I can use that in a sentence. Kim Virgil always orders sweatsuits with hoodies so she can cover up that bald-ass head. Bald. (laughs) 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 Kim's not here to defend herself, and I don't like that. I don't like the fact that you uh, attack Kim when you know she's not here to be, you know, she's in a... Well, well, King, you don't know what she does on the ground. She sends me inboxes and and, and tags me in Betty Boop pictures and shit. Well, that's not very nice. That's not very nice, Steve. Somebody did you somebody said that he was her boo? You said she wanted him to be her boo. And she's a boo to you. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. I see. That's not fair. That's not fair. And, and Dre, your ass gonna get a a mute for that, nigga. No, come on, man. Come on. Uh, you muting already? That's right, you're talking shit, talking about that was my boo. Nigga, what kind of shit is that? Uh, I said she wants you to be her boo. I ain't think she was your boo. You, you don't know, you don't even know Kim Virgil, nigga. I really don't. <laughs> but the fact that he know that y'all booed up, you know. No, we morning, ain't booed uh, up. <laughs> good morning, Kente. <laughs> we just found out Ali and Kim was all booed up. No, no, no. See, that's some terrible yeah. shit. See, that's not fair, Jay. You saying shit, and she not here to defend herself. You're interrupting <laughs> Jay and I conversation, Ali. She was talking to me, man. You got, yeah. yeah. Don't be here come December 3rd to the 11th, Kente. What's happening December 3rd? God damn, what I do to you? What I do? So what's happening on December 3rd to 11th, Ali? <laughs> Lavish is going. What, what what's happening on the third through eleventh, Ali? Good morning, Lee Patton. I'm, 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 the I'm, I'm gonna be yeah, out of town. Yeah. I'm gonna be out the country. I'll be out the country. Oh. <laughs> oh, he's feeling the power. He's got the juice. All right, Tupac. You got the juice. <laughs> <laughs> he's feeling the juice, huh? Yep, everybody else is in trouble. No. I'm, I said, I may, you know what, I'm going to see if I can actually, if, if, um, i got to figure out what the time difference is. Good morning, Dre Hines. Oh, Dre, you on the show. I don't know. i got to figure out what the time difference is. Uh, uh, <laughs> Emac said, love is in the air. Good morning, Gregory Beasley. Good morning, the real Lamone. So, uh, uh, so Emac said that there's love in the air with you and Kim. Ain't no love in the air. Monkeys is in the air. Why, <laughs> monkeys? So, let me tell you guys what's happening. Good morning, Nada. So, let me tell you what, what we should be proud of as kings in the morning. So, I was told that whatever whatever's going on with Betty Williams and the NAACP 
it's moving forward. Like they, this is the first time that they're moving as fast as they're moving to try to get a resolve. And a lot of people think it has to do with the attention that we brought to uh, to the situation. That this was uh, this is par for the course for the NAACP to put people um, on mute, so to speak, when they don't agree with them, and then keep them on mute, make them non-functional inside the organization, and and, and it's a strong bully tactic. Here's the organization that fights for people to have a voice. Good morning, Donna Lewis Bruner, that fights for people to have a voice, fights for people to be able to protest, fight for people to have um, equal rights, and that very organization, the NAACP, good morning, Talon, is not allowing its members to have a voice, is not allowing its members to protest, uh, and is not giving them equal rights. And the NAACP um, can benefit from their members, but their members can't benefit from the NAACP. It's in their charter. These are things that I want to change and that I hope we hope to get changed. But I wanted to give you guys some context of how all this thing, all this stuff happened. So uh, there's a guy named Rick Callender who is now the president of the NAACP for uh, California. And um, there are seven regions. Region one is the California-Alaska region, I mean, the California-Hawaii region, which also includes Alaska, Arizona, Idaho, Nevada, Oregon, Utah, and Washington. And if Betty Williams had won the election, she would be president over those nine states or region one. So Betty Williams um, is a longtime president for the city of Sacramento, the longest serving president in its history. But she's also a dedicated member to the NAACP. And so John Beckman asked the question one day, why are they even worried about the NAACP? Why, why don't they just leave? John Beckman, it's because they're longtime members. They, they're vested in it. They feel like they have to do something. Good morning, Dallas. They feel, feel like they have to do something to change the, uh, the culture that's there now. And it's their organization that they're um, – they're, uh, you know, that they're vested. So Paulette Wimberly said that she protests the election. Oddly enough, uh, once, you're, once you are suspended, Paulette, I don't believe you can protest because they, they, took all, they take all your rights away. So what, what happened is they, um, they, they suspended Betty Williams right before the election uh, so she wouldn't be able to run against uh, Rick Callender. But the oddity here is that the first person that ran against Rick Callender when he first became president, that person was suspended right before. Paulette, I'm not going to get into an argument, a debate 
with you about this shit because I'm not vested like that. I'm only telling you the goddamn story as it's presented to me. So please let me present the story. Paulette, I always want to, you know, Paulette is that one auntie. You know how you got that one old auntie? No matter what you say, it ain't never going to be right. Um, well, I think you should put you, you should put the stuff in, in, the, in the turkey. No, you should not put the stuffing in the turkey. Uh-uh. You do the stuffing by itself. You do the stuffing by itself, then you put it in turkey. Well, that's what I was, you know. <laughs> I'm only, let me, can I just tell the story? So I'm going to tell you guys the story. So at the national convention in Boston, all seven regions held their national board elections. So Region 1, like I said, which consists of nine states, Alaska, Arizona, California, Hawaii, Idaho, Nevada, Oregon, Utah, and Washington, had um, two candidates. Rick Callender nominated his secretary. So, and then you had the other candidate who... um, uh, I shall remain nameless because I don't want to get anybody in trouble. Okay. Now let me say this to you guys before I get into this. I have been warned early on that I could be number one suspended because I'm a lifelong member of the NAACP. And number two, that I could be sued because I portrayed the NAACP as Goldie from the movie The Mac in 1972. But I was assured by my lawyer that um, while I could be suspended, um, they can't sue me for portraying the NAACP as Goldie. And because people really enjoy Goldie on the show, he will come on at the end of this whole thing. So just know that. So um, Rick Callender, who is the president of the NAACP, on both times that he has ran for re-election, uh, ironically or oddly enough, the people running against him have been suspended right before the election. And I was told that in the first election, he did not receive 50% of the vote, even though no one ran against him. So of the available um, delegates that were picked to vote, less than 50% of them voted for him, even though he was the only one running. I don't know what the results are um, in the second election where Betty Williams was, but I'm, I'm going to assume they were the same. Good morning, Roger Smith. So um, Rick Callender nominated his secretary, and then he had his staff pass out her campaign literature to every delegate that entered the regional meeting. So you could say that that was, you know, 
That was cheap, but that's what happened. And then there was another candidate nominated from the floor to force an election, and that other candidate, good morning, Aunt Lee, that was nominated from the floor is the person that shall remain nameless. So now you have two people. They didn't expect anybody to be nominated from the floor. Good morning, Joe T. They didn't expect anybody to be nominated from the floor. So when that happened, it kind of put a a wrench in their, in their deal, right? So the secretary, Rick Secretary, who's from Stockton, had a large youth delegation. Good morning, Hattie Gardner. So for the first time in the history of the NAACP, guess who they allowed to vote? That's right, the young people. Now, you have to understand that the young people um, – had a meeting prior to the adults, they had their own election. So they had the national chairman come into the regional meeting to determine that the youth could vote. And against all odds, when the ballots were counted in front of everybody, The other candidate that was elected from the floor won almost two to one. It was an overwhelming victory because without the kids, without the the kids, she probably wouldn't have had any votes or very few votes. So Mm -hmm. the one name going forth would um, only apply, so only one person could go forward, okay? Only one person could go forward, and the person nominated from the floor by the body is that one person, except in this situation. See, if their candidate had won, only one person can go forward. But because their candidate lost, the rules don't mean nothing. They've changed the rules now. The people's vote don't mean nothing. The fact that National and Rick Callender interfered with the election process. Good morning, Beachy Keaton. Don't mean nothing. The loser, the secretary that was that Rick Callender brought forward, had access to all of branches' information and support of other state conference presidents. But the winning candidate has to rely on grassroots friends to get access to the people. The scary part is that this election is going to move forward, um, and the the candidate that runs from the floor um, has to you know, have to rely on the power of the people. This is what I tell y'all. Y'all got more power than you think you have. If you simply exercised it. Because we watched 
in real time, if you were there, you got a chance to see that irrespective of what the power said, the people move past the power. That's how powerful people are. What people do very easily is relinquish power. We relinquish power because of fear. We relinquish power because of conditioning. We relinquish power because we don't believe that, um, good morning, Diddy Bird, that it don't mean anything. You got to start holding on to your power. I hold on to my power all the time. I exercise my power every chance I get. So national is going to be counting the ballot instead of people like in the convention. In the convention, they have people, the, the regular ground people, the, the regular folk counting. Now national is going to count, and we know that national will cheat because they've already proved it to us. So can we trust national? And this is where I'm going to say to people who are part of the NAACP, you got to stand up. When this thing go down, you have to stand up and you have to fight. You have to fight like hell. You cannot, you, you, and, and you guys have to, and, and you all have to start reaching across the country, reaching across the country to other um, local chapters and see if they have the same issue with um, with their membership, with their uh, or with their with their state presidents. So this thing ain't going away, and uh, and if we're putting pressure on them like they say we are, if they if they if, if you know some you know sometimes people put a ten or a two on you, and I I understand that. Um, Paulette said each side should have tellers to count. Well, um, I, th- I believe they, they're taking the tellers away because they don't want the tellers telling. But this is our civil rights organization, you guys. This is our leading civil rights organization. But I, what, another thing I found out is in, in those circles, the NAACP isn't seen as um, as that top tier organization as projected to us in the community. So they don't see them like that. They they see them as non functional, and they've seen them as non functional for a lot of years. And it seems uh, John Beckman said it seems like an uncivil rights organization. Uh, a lot of people would say, would, would, would side with you. A lot of people inside the NAACP organization that are members would side with you, John Beckman, and say that that is, that that is so. So um, a Hamas, uh, uh, um, yeah, um, unaffected is what, uh, Celeste is saying, let me see, I have a 951610 number. Who's calling? I warned you, Jay. I warned you not to mention anything about us. Now we got to sue you. 
<laughs> Dallas, I thought you were somebody for NAACP. So, um, Beachy said, because the people who hold the money in the NAACP don't look like us, but they control us with the money. Um, but, but, but Beachy, you have, you have uh, I think your name is Derek Johnson, who's the national president. And let me tell you guys where I, where I, I have great, I take great issue with the NAACP. Um, the national people get paid. So Derek Johnson makes hundreds of thousands of dollars as the president of the NAACP. And everybody under him that works at national get paid. Now, the state presidents don't get paid, but what they get is access. And because they get access to different things, they have different corporations that, that they funnel money through. And that's how they get paid. And so, but the, but the local guys can't make money. They can't, you know, and this is where Betty Williams has the issue because she has a company. So they say that the NAACP can benefit from her, but she can't benefit from the NAACP. Even though she has a company that can help the NAACP, they'd rather hire an outside company. Don't make good sense to me at all. It's a horrible business model. I want the people around me making money with me because when people make money, guess what? They make money with you. They love hanging out with you. They love being with you. They love working for you. Uh, Cal Williams said last year, a secretary defeated the incumbent president. The incumbent claims there was a company and that the bylaws state the incumbent remains, oh, there was a complaint. Um, the incumbent um, claims there was a complaint and that the bylaws states the incumbent remains until the complaint is resolved. It's been a year, and no one has even seen the complaint. Um, Beachy says, but the locals suffer. Um, John Beckman said, even the call center people get paid. Paulette um, Wimberly says, to get her say on this, uh, Celeste um, Groden says, the people have given up at the local level. They must get permission to do anything, and national is unresponsive. State level, yes, people. Don't get paid, but they get other benefits. Bernard Middlebrook said, um, breaking news, J. King allegedly kidnapped by NAACP. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something, Bernard Middlebrook. The NAACP want to do a lot of shit. Fucking with me ain't one of them. Um, I'm a nigga that don't mind biting you. I bit a mother. I bit a motherfucker in the face. Okay. Dang. So yeah, I was fighting a motherfucker and bit him and yeah, bit his cheek off. They want to do a lot of shit. Well, fuck with me ain't one of them. That ain't one of the shits they want to do. Uh, who got the noise behind you? I think that was Mary. I just put her on mute. Is the NAACP exempt from paying taxes? Um, uh, Dale Bernie said, Bernard, if they come for King, me and the homies from DVH will ride. Believe that. Yeah, I got, I got some riders. Some, uh, Beachy said, I heard that. Anybody kidnapped me, bring back real quick, too, Jay. 
uh, uh, Dana Marie said Caucasian permission. Um, I don't, you know, I don't even, I can't even blame this on white folks, Dana Marie. I'm sorry. This ain't, this ain't white folks. But we always, uh, we always have white folks in our, in our pocket like that to say that. But we can't, we don't want to take responsibility uh, for, for ourselves. And in, in this case, this ain't got nothing to do with white folks. This is, this is what um, black people in power look like. Um, mm-hmm. The real Gregory Beasley said, what is the purpose of local people not getting paid? Is it to eliminate any appearance of impropriety or self-dealing? Um, Gregory, I don't know, but if that, that was the case, um, if, it, if it could happen at the local level, it could happen at the national level. But I think when you have people working, doing the kind of work that they do at the NAACP, they should get paid, especially if they generate money. John Beckman said if they kidnap you, Jay, they will really see what white mad is. I'm just saying. John Beckman said, <laughs> John Beckman said he's going to be on a TV set going, oh, bring Jay back. Bring him back. I'm so mad. Who am white boy, man? John Beckman going to be on TV. You know, uh, I'm not one of those people that believe if you work at a nonprofit, you shouldn't make money or uh, you shouldn't get the same kind of money that people that work at a job. I'm not that guy. Um, um, Celeste says the units are 501C4 but they go through national with their taxes. The, in, the national is a 501c3. And so, um, again, to me, Celeste, then all the money should go to national and national should pay. I don't, uh, there's a way to fix it. There's always a way to fix it. Um, Paulette Wimberly says someone is not reading and understanding their bylaws. Well, um, that's not true, Paulette. Someone is not giving a fuck about the bylaws, and they don't care what you think because they run the organization. Hold on. Someone is calling in. Hello? Is this someone? First of all, this is not someone. This is national. And let me just say this to Paulette and anyone else who wants to read our bylaws. You can be, read our bylaws, our trilaws, our big laws, our little laws. You can read every one of the motherfucking laws you want. I run this motherfucker. I'm a goldie. Laws don't mean shit to me. I think I've already proven that to you. I'm here in your face telling you I'm pimping, okay? I'm pimping. The state president of my home, the local president, is my bitches. And the people that work inside those two organizations is my minions and peons. If you don't like it, get the fuck out. John Beckman, mm-hmm. you are correct. We are corrupt and corruptible by the money. And we don't give a fuck. Capiche? Now let me get back to counting my money. 
Okay, so you just heard you just heard the national national concrete sentence. National ain't fucking around. I, national gonna beat I, I, national beat y'all ass. Uh, Paulette says I kick asses over the bylaws. Uh, well, um, Paulette, if you are part of the NAACP, maybe you might want to challenge them on their bylaws because they're not following them. Um, uh, Celeste said at one time, Celeste, let me find, Celeste said at one time each unit had to pay national 75% of their fundraising efforts. I think now they just pay 25%. I'm surprised they have to pay anything, especially since national has so much money and local branches have so little. So um, so Hattie Gardner said, I am a silver member, was working on a golden, then national stopped all communication. I haven't paid the $150 a year because I really don't know where it will go. Smitchy's Mercer, it seems gold digging, diggums, sure got a lot of the free minutes on his tin can phone to be extra salty about you just, I don't know what she's talking about. I don't even know what she's talking about. She, uh, I know Goldie is a pussy because he won't even call you, Jay. <laughs> yeah, I know. General Reese said, I'm going to say this, then I'm going to leave it alone. A real black organization would never allow slave plantations in the South to be turned into money-making Airbnbs for white people. Jewish or white people would never allow that if it was their family members. Good morning, Lee Fletcher. Uh, <laughs> this is, listen, this is, uh, you guys, you guys want mediocrity? You got it. You won't, you, you won't mediocrity. Uh, it, it's, it's waiting on you. That's what we've allowed um, our organizations to turn into, um, we've allowed mediocrity to to not just live but to thrive in our communities. Good morning, uh, Big Charles. Good morning, J. King. I just got a question to Dan uh, Marie. Who do you think owned those plantation houses and the land around those plantation houses? Not black people. Most of them are owned by white people and their descendants. That's what she's saying. The NAACP. If it was about anything, it would not allow such a thing to happen. It wouldn't. It, it would. You know. It wouldn't allow that. That kind of. Uh, that kind of culture to even be. To, to permeate. Uh, uh, Libby Cox said, "You talk about black on black crime. There it is, at the highest level. This is. Uh, this is." Um, King, my last post sums it up. I didn't see your last post, Derek. You got to put it in again because a lot of people are saying stuff, so I'm trying to read everything. Mm-hmm. So put it back in and I'll read it. The sad part is that um, we say things like, don't talk about this in public. This is our personal business, J. King. You shouldn't be talking about this. This is what's wrong with us now. No, what's wrong with us now is we allow bullshit to, to, uh, to exist among leadership in our communities, and we protect it. Uh, 
Hattie Gardner said, I have a voice with the silver membership. But if it ain't if they're not allowing her to speak, if they're not if they're not doing anything with her, giving her the, the power that she paid for, it don't mean nothing. Um, John Beckman said, Where is Black Lives Matter on this topic? I thought BLM on this topic. I thought Black Lives Matter. Um uh, Smurf said, King Derek's last post. King, good morning. It's crazy to, to think the power of that organization, but they didn't fight the new bill that passed regulations to minority regarding college diversity enrollment. Nowhere to be found, bill passed. Um, you, take the, you take your power. Um, I don't understand what that means. I don't know, I don't know what bill he's talking about. Um, uh, Gregory Beast has said, our worst enemy is apathy. Good morning, Todd Williams. Good morning, Conrado. Uh, no, no, no one will give a good morning, Malcolm, Malcolm Robbins. But based on you, based on what you said, Paulette, the power is in the um, the power is in the um, the bylaws. But if but if they don't go by the bylaws and they control the organization, where's the power? The power is in the pocketbook. The power is going after their uh, it's going after their sponsors. Let me tell you guys what happened to the local to the local um, Sacramento NAACP, an organization that was going to give that organization twenty five thousand dollars called me and said, "Do you have a minute to meet?" And I said, "Sure, what time do you want to call?" And they said, no, I would like to see you in person. So I left Kings in the morning, went to my office, and they were there. And they said, what is this thing with Betty Williams? What do you make of it? And I said, it's some bullshit. Uh, it's, it's horrible what they're doing to Betty. And uh, they said, well, we're going to give them, we were about to give them, we are about to give Betty X amount of dollars. Uh, what do you think? I said, Betty's not in charge. Don't give it to him. And so they took that money and get, put it someplace else. That's what you got to do. You got to start. You got to start redirecting the money. You got to start. You got to start speaking on behalf. You got to speak up for. And let me just say this: Me and Betty Williams. Uh, on 75% of the time we agree, 25% of the time we don't. I don't agree with Betty all the time. But I would never go against Betty in this situation because the NAACP is wrong. And this has nothing to do with agreeing and disagreeing. This has everything to do with being right and wrong. The NAACP is wrong. They're wrong and and they need to update. Good morning, Hannah. They need to update their bylaws because they're draconian today. They bylaws written in 1905. We're in 2023. Kyle Williams says I was a member of CORE in Louisiana in 1964. We was about freedom now. I came to Alaska in 1965, and socialites headed to. Anchorage NAACP. We kicked them out in 1968 when I became president. Today the socialites are back mm-hmm. in control. 
So the scary part is the socialites are backing Andre Simone. Good morning, sir. I had I had lunch with Andre Simone and Paul, Paul Goldsby last Friday. And we just tell you guys, Andre looks great. He took great care of himself. He still looked like a young, young man. Uh, got new music coming out. And so we're going to try to get Andre on the show when this new music come out and um, get some of you guys to uh, support, support him, his music, what he does. And if you don't know who Andre Simone is, uh, that means that you were under a rock and, and, and you got cauliflower ears. But Andre Simone uh, and Prince were best friends. Uh, Prince lived with Andre and his family, and they did a lot of great music together. Cosmist said, once again, internal division amongst Africans in America. Um, I, I, you know, the, the fact that we, Todd, we're not a monolith, so we're not going to all agree or see it the same. So that I don't, I, I'm not, I don't worry about us not agreeing. I worry about us being criminal towards each other. In this case, I believe, in my opinion, that the NAACP mm-hmm. is criminal towards its, manage, uh, towards its members. Derek Spruill said, affirmative action bill for minority students of all colors. I have to read that bill. Send me the information on it, Derek. I'll read it and we'll discuss it here. Bernard Middlebrook said, what a coincidence. That's what the ransom is, $25,000. Um, no, that's just, one, that's just one payment. There will be many. My job, Bernard, is to every time they want to they wanna bring uh, bring forth dollars to the NAACP, and I know about it, my job is to stop them. Um, because if I don't, they will com- continue to be criminal against the membership. Um, oh, don't have to admit students based on numbers and diversity socially. Let's talk about diversity, equity, and inclusion, because um, that means, that, you know, when we talk about it, we can't talk about it from one lens. We can't just talk about it in our direction. We got to talk about it coming back. It's got to be a, it's a diversity, equity, and inclusion means that you and me got to participate. It means that we have to be diverse, equitable, and inclusive as well. If, if diversity, equity, and inclusion, only them doing, being that towards us, that's not, that, that's not diverse, equitable, and inclusion, but that, that, that's being the one-sided deal that we've been that 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 we've been a victim of. Um, Dallas said, "I'm still on the phone. I'm I'm going to tell them about you, you are, and you and John sharing emotional connection. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just not time yet. Let me just say this to you, dumb dumb. <laughs> the fact that you said that you were on the line now your dumb ass is on mute." And guess how long you're going to be on mute? Your dumb ass going to be on mute for the whole time because you're just a dumb dumb. Um, um, Mathis Thomas, good morning. That is your dumb ass just being cool. You just, you, you kill your own self. Now, what show was that on that, where, where did that come from? That Because it was on the show that that happened. What did that happen at Dallas about me, uh, me and John? That was that was on your therapy show. Oh, on your oh, therapy, therapy show, with your doctor, and uh-huh. he said that you and John have shared emotional connections, and you looked like you didn't understand. 
And I don't understand how you got what how emotional the connection was. Because John Beckman is my friend. Because John Beckman is my friend. And uh and and listen, me and John Beckman don't agree on everything. But y'all you agree on your emotional connection. Well, I, I, well, I think that if there's an emotional, if there's an emotional connection, it's the fact that John is like, John is a good friend to me, like a brother. And uh, me and John, that, that we, that means that we won't fight, we don't disagree. Uh, you know, John, you know, John, John is white, so you know, so John uh, will say, "You motherfucking cocksucker," you know, that that's you know. I, and I might call him a punk ass bitch, but we saying the same thing. But we don't, you know. But I, I can call John the next day. It ain't that big a deal. Yeah, but it wasn't. I don't know. If that's I would love to hold. Uh, let me tell you something. Um, by yeah. the way, Ali, you think Vernicle's a bowling ball? Dallas is a motherfucking bowling ball too. Wow. I think that man said a lot of emotional connections before him. No, Dallas is Dallas is a cannonball. Black niceties. One of the balls. Am I lying? That you smirk. That you smirk. Am I lying? Is that not what happened on the show? King Dallas, that is what happened. That that. Yep. Let me tell you. Let me tell you something. You picked the wrong person because both of you. Oh Lord, exactly. She on she on a banana peel too, and both of you banana peel again. Yeah, that's why a dumbass on mute. And Kente, every time I think you got your girl under control, is Kente gone? Oh, that's what happened. No, Kente that's gone. Right. That's what happened. Yeah, because Kente yeah. here. No, Kente here. Mm-hmm. Um, um, how does Nashville National feel about John? <laughs> National don't like John Beckman. National don't like John Beckman. Let me get to some news, you guys. First of all, I want to make sure that we get to some news, and and that we and that we deal with our health. We're going to get some health stuff in today. A Hamas leader said today, the militant group is close to reaching a truce agreement with Israel. Supporting similar assertions from the White House, National Secretary Council spokesperson John Kirby said Monday that negotiators are getting close to the end on the release of hostages held by Hamas, but he declined to elaborate on the details of the potential deal. An estimated 239 hostages are being held in Gaza. Abducting, abducted during Hamas's October 7th attacks on Israel that killed around 1,200 people, according to the Israel military. Also, in a rare glimmer of hope for Gaza, 28 premature babies arrived in Egypt today as Palestinian authorities ramped up efforts to transport injured patients through the Rafa crossing for life-saving treatment. So um, this is what I'm this is what I'm talking about. So we have to get all the way to here to get to a resolution that we should have been able to get to at, before. But let me tell you guys. I'm gonna tell you guys something that I don't know if the government didn't know that this was happening. I don't know if the government didn't notice this. I don't know if this, you know, um, uh, good morning. Uh, good morning, Maya. So it's, it's interesting 
Let's see how it works, how it works out. OpenAI, the company behind ChatGPT, is facing a potential wave of employee resignations following the surprise ouster of CEO Sam Altman. Good morning, El Malik. More than 500 employees signed a letter threatening to quit after they accused the OpenAI board of mishandling Altman's firing and negotiating in bad faith with the company's executive leadership. In the scathing letter, the employees warned that they would imminently follow Altman to Microsoft unless the board resigns mm-hmm. and reinstates him and Greg Brockman, the former president of OpenAI, who was also removed by the board on Friday. Meanwhile, Microsoft stock reached a record high on Monday after announcing that Altman will join the company to head its artificial mm-hmm. intelligence innovation division. Good morning, Kwame. So I don't know. Uh, I wish I would see. This is why. This is why I do too much shit. If I had been on top of this whole thing, I would have been buying Microsoft ahead of time. Let me see where the market is today. Oh, the market's down today. Market's down. And let me see what they, where is um Meta? Is Meta up or down? Um, how many of you guys are in the market? Ali, did you did you ever get in the market? Are you still on the outside looking in? No, nah, Jay King, I, I'm not letting them people play with my money. What about um what about you, uh, Dre? You in the market? Nope, not with stock like that. What about you, Fred? You in the market? I'm not talking about the grocery market. Yep, yep, yep. We're all in there. Thanks, thanks for being here. You in the market? Yes. Good. What now? What are you? What are you buying? Good morning. Good morning, Cuz. Huh? Christy Graham. She's been some, in the market uh, for some years now. What, what what are you holding right now? A big pardon? Tesla. Tesla. What are you holding? Uh, what stock do you hold? I'm holding uh, Tesla at the present time. Oh, good. Okay. Tesla. Let me see where's Tesla. Tesla's up today, two forty-two, up six dollars and fifty-nine cents. Yeah. Yeah. I bought Meta. At one thirty six seventy five, it's at three thirty eight seventeen. It's down a dollar eighty today. I'm gonna tell you guys something that you might want to buy right now. You guys might you guys might want to buy Chronos. C R O N is trading at two dollars and two cents. It is a uh, it's a marijuana stock. You know, um, and so I have a few Apple. I have a few Chinese coffee. Okay. Yeah, you're back on weed. Huh? What about weed? Say that again. Oh, my God. Let me go. Yeah, get your phone in order. Can you hear me, man? We can hear you. Yeah, so apparently the story from yesterday about, if that was yesterday, about Snoop and the weed incident, do you recall that? 
Yeah, well, he because he got emphysema. He's got emphysema. That's why he stopped. He's not smoking weed. Good morning, Francis. That's Wright. why he's not smoking weed. Yeah, because he's got emphysema now. What is your take on it? Go ahead and finish what you're gonna say, man. Well, what I was saying, I heard some opposite. You know, it was, it was, you know, but if that's what it is, that's what it is. I'm, I'm not here what to argue about hear? that. That he, uh, that what Reese was talking about, you know, uh, you know, really didn't go through all that, and there, it wasn't more detail, 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 but they had joked about it, saying that, oh, so I guess Snoop is back smoking weed, and he didn't have to go through all those things that, you know, whatever circumstances. You know. Good morning, Swati. It wasn't really my problem. Uh, uh, you know, I'm Andre Henley said Snoop was doing an advertising campaign. Yeah, Kronos, if that's it, C-R-O-N, Bernard. That's that's correct. Yeah, buy it, you know, buy, buy a little bit at a time. So let me tell you who owns Kronos. Altria. Altria, A-L-T-R-I-A. Altria is a tobacco company that has Marlboro and other cigarettes. And um, Altria is going to um, is going to get out of the uh, is going to get out of the tobacco business and get into the cannabis business because they believe that cannabis will be legal in this country in the coming years. Mm-hmm. Cannabis stocks, uh, and so you, you can't, there are no cannabis stocks that are American on the market, the stock market, because cannabis isn't legal federally. It's only legal in states. However, this place is so in Canada, in Canada, uh, cannabis is legal in the whole country. And so that's why Kronos, Tilray, uh, and um, what's the other one? Um, um, ATB, um, Aurora, Cannabis are um, are trading on our stock market. Wow, Tara Jones, good to see you. Uh, and this is the same country that produced uh, Reefer Madness. Um, Kronos is C R. So so the so so Kronos is C R O N. Um, C R O N. Aurora Cannabis or ACB. Uh, is 46 cents. I wouldn't, um, I wouldn't, um, I wouldn't fool with it. 46 cents. If you did, um, but Tilray mm-hmm. is, is another one that is, um, Tilray is a dollar 78. And they'll uh, be letting every black man out of jail right now. That had a week I would buy Tilray right now if I were you. I would, I would buy Tilray. Matter of fact, I just bought a thousand shares. I just bought a thousand mm-hmm. shares of Tilray just now. Um, they're, 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 I can double your money, Jay. Would you stop Tilray? I'll double your money with that. 
<laughs> you know, like them, you yeah. talking about you the pimp, you pimping how that you getting pimped, man. They done took that weed game, put all the brothers in prison, then they said they use that same blueprint. Just like they did this all this civil rights shit. Afford, two dollars a share. Buy what you can afford at two dollars a share. Yeah, they arrest them all and then they put their shit out there. This is the same program, man. This shit is fucked up. And they act like okay. people don't... Re- I'm glad I'm a witness so I can tell okay. this shit. I'm a tell it, okay. tell it, tell it. Who okay. gives a fuck? Okay. You gonna tell it on the mat? You gonna tell it on the I made a lot of money with Kilray in the beginning, Andre, but Kilray went all the way up to $200. I bought it at an no, auction. I'm gonna get some and, real um, truth. I'm gonna tell it in the alleys of California. Go to the alley. Okay. That's where I talk about it at. Well, what about the valley? Well, you that's you, if you want to be a writer with it, but I doubt you don't know what I'm talking about. Reese, Reese on the radio is listening. Reese said, some people use the word pimping far too often. Everything is pimping. But this well, country is about pimping. They put America's a bunch a of white boys in jail for me, too. America's a bitch in the politics. Uncle Sam is a mess. Kronos a is $2 man. a share. So Kronos is $2 a share. A share. Tilray is $1.78 a share. And uh, I, I, I just bought. Yeah, I, I have both recognize of them. It, man. I have 1,000 shares of each. And, but let me just say this to you guys. I, um, I, I you know, I'm not an expert. Uh, and uh, so if you lost 12% of your investment with Canopy Growth, um, then you, uh, you, were you buying options? Because you can't lose it if you don't sell it. I don't CGC. Canopy is 57 cents. Wow. Um, I would. Um, I don't sell at a loss. I just hold on to it, Dre, because it all comes back. So I never let. I never sell at a loss. I, I just. I just hold it. If it's something that I know is real, I know it's going to, you know. So, uh, Jay, good morning, Reece. Jay, with your imagination, I wouldn't doubt if you got some in the closet and just smell it because you come in here with some wild stories and shit. <laughs> I think you got some weed in your closet and be smelling that shit and be like, get coming to the show getting fucked up and talking about some uh, Vanessa, Vanessa. That's it. You Vanessa. spelled it. That's how you spelled Chill Ray. But it's T L R Y. Uh, um, Reese, I opened up your mic, but you but you got a bunch of noise behind you. I don't have any. Good morning. Good morning. I was waiting so I can chime in because old pimping, pimping can't stop saying pimping. Every pimping time he open up his pimping mouth, it's pimping, 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 pimping. Why don't you just bring back player like 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 Steve Harvey player. Play player, pimpin' player, pimpin' player, pimpin' player. That's your favorite person. Well, no, no, Richie, that's where you're wrong. It's not about bringing <laughs> back. It's about, what it's about, it's about going ahead. Pimpin'? Player Is it about pimpin'? I have no, a feeling it's, it's about pimpin'. No, it's about macking. Is it about the blacks? You, in fact, it's about being a mack. Is it about pimping the blacks? And it's the blacks about are the whole thing. It's about blacking the pimps who are players. No. It's about how America, that bitch, 
is out prostituting oh, herself because I, I, of Uncle I, I Sam. No, forgive me, you are 100% right. It is about pimping the hoes and America's the bitch no, who's the no, hoe on the show, Sam, who the players and the pimps is pimping. pimping. Yeah, pimping that bitch-ass America. I understand. Pimping the bitch-ass America for the yeah, hoes who be whore. playing. She's a slut. That's what America is. And who oh, are the Mark-ass busters? Who are the Mark-ass busters? You. You're a Mark-ass buster. Am I a Mark-ass buster? You must be looking in the mirror. Oh, my God. As a matter of fact, well, uh, uh, colloquial, I'll call you a troll. You're just a troll. I'm, okay. So about Listen, to get I'm going to lay back. I'm going to lay back and pimp on the slide with the skippity slide or whatever the fuck it is I'm supposed to do at this point. <laughs> well, Reese, let me say something to you. Listen, Parliament Funkin' Bullock, I don't know what your greasy side you. up is, let me but... Let say something to you, Reese. <laughs> See, you keep laughing. All right. I enjoyed the dinner that all of us I'm just trying the, to the, chill on the flickback, brother. <laughs> I'm just trying I to keep it real on the dough. I enjoyed the little togetherness when you came here. <laughs> I'm chilly most, homie B. Money Flight Grill. Good morning, Dick. Well, I had to do myself. I didn't want you around. I'm so sorry, baby. I'm a dark days around. With the spoon. Just you 
before we get out of here, can I do something about? So yesterday I was talking. We talked about health. The things that yeah. um, the top forty. If you're over forty years old, mm. things that you shouldn't partake in. Uh, so we started number one. Number forty was margarine. I'm not going to go into it. I'm just going to walk through it. Margarine. Uh, you, you leave it alone. You can Google and see if you're over 40. You don't want to eat margarine. Artificial sweeteners. Uh, good morning, DJ Oris Washington. If you're over 40, you don't want to fool with artificial sweeteners. Um, uh, uh, what else? Soda. If you're over 40, you want to leave sodas alone. It's fucking you up. Uh, um, what's another one? Uh, food coloring. If you're over 40, you want to know what kind of food coloring it is and what it because it can do something to your body. And then um, I believe we stopped at um, um, sugary cocktails. You know, you don't want the sugary cocktails if you're over 40. So let me, I, I think that's where I start. Okay, so that's where I want to be. You stopped um, at 33. You left off at 33. Um, did I leave off at 33? Thank you, guys. Yep. So sugary cocktails, you don't want to drink sugary cocktails. Um, fruit juice, you don't want to fool with fruit juice. Leave fruit juice alone. It, it, it's the same kind of sugars. It ain't healthy for you. Uh, muffins and cupcakes, if you're over 40, you don't want to fool with them. That's why I threw out my, um, threw out my, my banana pie. Banana cream pie. Um, and what then, about uh, and I, I left out. Can you eat hot tamales still? I'm throwing them all out. I threw everything out because I know that I'm killing myself. And, you didn't uh, throw them chili, chili beans out? I'm not throwing the chili beans out. Man, chili beans I'm are not, I'm, not, not, I'm, I'm never throwing the chili beans out. My sister making me some new chili beans, chili beans now. Good morning, Frankie Vivas. So did Man, I just jelly beans? I'm going to all the weed. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> did I, I don't even smoke weed. Cut out. I, did I, do, I did deli meats, right? Yeah. No. So, jelly beans? I didn't. You did didn't, I do jelly beans? No, you didn't meat. do jelly beans. No, no, you... Deli meat. Oh, deli no. meat. Not jelly beans. No, you didn't do deli meat. No. Oh, okay. so jelly beans. That's where I draw the line, J. King. Fucking jelly beans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck that. I gotta have my jelly beans. So... Let me let me go to so food coloring deli so deli meats is what I want to start at. Okay. All right. This is number thirty number thirty three is deli meats, and this is stuff you guys that I just I, I always read stuff and I found this. I don't know of anybody who doesn't enjoy a good sub now and then to ease the conscience. Whole wheat. Man or other healthy bread is used. From there, on the ingredients seem pretty healthy, especially if you stuff yourself with leafy greens and other veggies. The problem, however, lies in the meat. Whenever you see processed meat, the warning light needs to go off because you know what that meat is. It's packed with a range of unnatural preservatives. Most deli meats have high concentrations of sodium nitrate preserves, modified cornstarch, and um, carrageenan, uh, all of which 
carrageenan, all of which is responsible for boosting belly fat and causing some other serious health problems. If you can't curb the craving, you should opt for the least destructive meats. The roasted chicken and turkey options are generally better for you than hams and kinds of bacons. Be, for, be sure to check the nutritional information no bacon. if you don't know what to choose. <laughs> no bacon. Mm-hmm. Yo, 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 chili beans got processed meat in it, J. King. Yeah, you're going to need some other excitement in your life and say no bacon and like, shit. No bacon, sugars. Eric, I'm on the, we're on Monday through Friday from 8 to 10 a.m. Good morning, Michelle Neal. Just come Monday through Friday from 8 to 10. So this is, so this is Eric Nolan Grant. I'm going to say his first time listening to our show. He said, Mr. King, when you get a chance, can you inbox me your schedule as to when you're on Facebook? I want to follow your show. I freaking love this. This is so dope to me. Great concept. We've been doing this for, we've been doing this for a long time. A lot of years. Mm-hmm. Why you why you making fun of like Michael Jackson? Why you did the Michael Jackson? What are you talking about? Why when you said, "Oh, this is Mr. King," and, and I, 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 all that shit like you, your fat ass is on yeah. mute for a reason. That's how your big ass ears hurt. Twinkie juice, goddamn fat you got in it. Twinkie juice, you got. Now he got mad because I said something about cupcakes and cakes. And his big ass is a pick, and he don't get to eat. I'm just getting started. Um, uh, Professor Keone said, King, isn't that the beauty of Reese Hopkins and Yusef Kinte going back and forth occasionally? There are some great one-liners fired back and forth between the two of them. Um, let me see. What else did he say? Between the two of them? Um, that's what retarded Rev doesn't understand. Instead, he prefers to mute those guys instead of letting us enjoy the laughter. Please find someone else to control the board before you depart overseas. Thank you, bro. <laughs> you whack-ass, fake-ass professor. You ain't no professor. You's a, you's a processed nigga. Uh, professor Baloney. While we pee on him. Or you're an unprocessed, you're an unprocessed person, and they still don't like it. Well, that's all right. I bet you your punk ass be on mute. You gonna get a processed mute, nigga. I may not let you, Ali. I'm really nervous. Bernard Middlebrook said, "Wow, I'm not the only one that was years late. I don't even let my wife call between eight and ten now." <laughs> wow. hey, good morning, Jake. <laughs> good morning, Jake. Cut them, cut them all, all off. Vegan here, health much better. Had to make the change. Uh, Eric Nolan said, "Good morning, um, good morning." I am trying to You know what this uh, does? See, let me tell you right. how pimpish America is. It puts uh-huh. out all this shit that you reading, and then you know what they do? Produce is more than a hamburger. Anything that has plant based costs more. Than a cow, it's pimping. Uh, no, really, it's 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 macking. You don't okay. re- realize it's pimping. It's pimping. Can I finish? You don't say. Can I? Can I? Can I? Number two. Here we go. 
Yes, Number please. Number 32, yes, please, charred meats. There are very few things that come close to firing up the barbecue on hot summer's weekend and putting them putting some meat on the grill. The only problem is the barbecue and the open flames. It's ironic how bad something can be for your health, even though it smells and tastes so good. Your skinless chicken breast, which is the doctor's meat of choice, becomes a carcinogenic nightmare when you decide to cook it on an open flame. When you cook your meat over an open flame or very high temperatures, the proteins can develop heterocyclic. Heterocyclic. Come on, mother. Hey, fat boy. Let me tell you what I'm doing that your fat ass can't do. I'm sounding out the words that I've never seen before, and I'm pronouncing them. Now, your big ass can't even sound the words out because your big ass can't even read. So if I was you, I'd keep my big two-ton thong-wearing ass quiet. Stop breaking wind. Ironically, my cancer doctor told me that about uh, the barbecue and not just the uh, barbecue, uh, all meats, once it reaches a certain temperature, it's not good for you if you if you have cancer. Note it. As I didn't well told you niggas this shit for the last year. As well as polycyclic, aromatic, uh, um, hydrocarbons. In short, these chemicals can change the DNA of a person and in the process increase the risk of cancer development or sissyism. So. And if you don't believe me, <laughs> listen to kids in the morning. And see big friends. You, you motherfuckers don't listen to me. You don't listen, motherfuckers. Close the lid and use it as an oven. You'll get the same smoky taste minus all the bad stuff. So you can barbecue, but you want to barbecue with the lid closed. Otherwise, you'll get sissyisms and have somebody <laughs> on the show that's big Not true. with a phone. And then a group called Thongs in the game. So you get some sissyism. Mm-hmm. Yeah. J. King, well, that meat, that that meat and that chili bean is very die. heated and hot. Die. Number 31, nacho cheese. It's game day. Oh, no. Good morning, Laugh Red Hat. Where I draw the and line. you want to indulge in some crunchy nachos. Not when you're over 40. You don't. You don't. Nachos in itself are not bad for you. There are actually some healthy nachos out there nowadays. The problem comes with the sauce. Nacho sauces are saturated with artificial colorants, preservatives, and lab-made flavorings. It's not the cheese in the sauce that gives it a fantastic color. However, you don't have to stay away from your favorite game day snack completely. You can whip up your homemade sauces with minimal effort and can be healthy as well. How? Use real cheese when you make your dip and add some herbs for extra flavor. If you have a green thumb, you could always add fresh herbs from your garden. There's no limit to what you can make if you put your mind to it. It's not as instant as the store-bought stuff, but it is much healthier. Now we're Lazy motherfuckers. 
Okay, here's something that I didn't expect Real to see. butter, okay, not so country are, crop, not imperial. Right. I'm going to tell this guy This motherfucker, he really, uh, uh, I know, chew on that, nigga. Put your big <laughs> ass on you because you just think you could, like, you could just uh, run over everything because your big ass is bigger than everything in the goddamn zoo. Good morning, um, uh, Marilyn Voss. Number 30. This is for, These are the top 30 things, top 40 things, if you're over 40, that you should not be eating. And this, this, this kills me, but I'm listening. Chinese takeout. God damn. There, there are nights when you don't want to cook, and having something delivered to your door seems like the only option. When the takeout craving hits, Try to stay away from the Chinese. In general, the dishes are loaded with sodium and sugar. Foods like general TSOs and chicken lo mein are only some of the nasties you should avoid. Believe it or not, sodium and sugar are the least of your problems. Make no mistake, Chinese is amazing. But the flavor is achieved with monosodium glutamine or MSG. This flavor-enhancing substance has been linked to, to many side effects. You're not suffering from a premature hangover. A headache, nausea, and weakness you feel could very well be the MSG you ingested. It might not be Chinese well, takeout, but you can make similar dishes at home with the same ingredients minus all the MSG and sugar. Why is it different Chinese people? seem to be not obese as American people or, you know. Because they're not making their food because they're not making their food with MSG in China. um, uh, I'm talking about Chinese people here, Jay. Chinese people are here, Jay. They're here, Jay. What? We're talking about Chinese people here. You said takeout. You can look at Chinese yeah, people not, here. They're not. You, well, you fucked up when you said yeah. There. When you said yeah, you should have stopped. Oh lord. Uh oh. I'm gonna tell you what. I, I'm gonna tell you what I should have done. I should have put your dumb ass on mute a long time ago. That's why I'm doing it right now. Um, Derek said shit. Jay, we need to invest in oxtails and chitlins. They went from eight dollars to twenty nine dollars, Ken folk. Um. um <laughs> Derek, I'm not trying to kill people. I'm trying to save them. <laughs> no chitlin, King Derek. Yeah, hey, sorry. Hey, no chitlin, Derek. What's no. the stock rate on? What's the stock rate on 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 ham hocks and collard greens too? <laughs> yeah. Number number twenty nine. This is gonna kill us. Some of you health nuts thinking that by not eating pork bacon that you can that you were saving yourself. Turkey bacon is much like any other deli meat. The added preservatives and other substances that add to the mix make it poison to your body. If you want to avoid that impending heart attack, you have to lay off the bacon. Or maybe you want to try a healthier version to try and stay in shape. So you opt for turkey bacon. After all, 
It has roughly 13 fewer calories than the original First Life. Unfortunately, you are only fooling yourself. Turkey bacon has more saturated fats and sodium than normal bacon, which means that you will just be putting that impending heart attack on a fast track. Your best alternative is to grill that turkey at home. Once everyone has had their fill, slice the leftovers in the thin strips and pan fry them in olive oil. It makes for a tasty sandwich meat or late snack. Um, Dallas said I need to get that list because it's ridiculous. Dallas, are you saying that the uh, the the list is ridiculous or your eating habits are ridiculous because their eating habits both. on this list? I'm <laughs> both. I'll send the list. I'll send it to you. I'll send it to anybody who yes, wants. Sir. Number twenty-eight. Number twenty-eight. White pasta and white bread. Now Reese has just lost his mind because something bad is white. And something uh, white first of all, is bad. I can tell you, hold on, before you go any further, let me tell you a couple of things that are white that are bad, okay? White people who act like niggas, that's one. <laughs> this is probably one of the hardest staples to cut from your diet. White pasta and white bread are versatile. And if you aren't mindful of what you eat, you could ingest way more than you should. White bread and pasta are made from refined grains, which means they have been stripped of all of their fiber and nutrients and become high glycemic. High glycemic. This says that your blood pressure spikes and falls quickly. When you overeat pasta and bread, you can develop diabetes and also become obese. Ask Fred, because your body can't process the carbs quickly enough. If you can't let go of the pasta and bread, opt for the fiber-rich, unrefined alternative. Brown, whole wheat, and bean-based pastas will provide you with the needed fiber to keep you regular. The same goes for bread. Whole wheat sprouted bread is among the healthiest options available. Thank you. He's 100% right, folks. That motherfucker is telling the truth. Thank you, Jay. You're welcome, Fred. You know what? Before you said something about it, Fred, I had my doubts, but you confirmed it for me. We all are breathing a sigh of relief now. Oh man, I, I I can I can truly attest to everything that he just said, especially about the white, the starches, the bread, all of that shit. You know what you're also? So, I know what I just found out, Fred. Tomorrow, I'm going to Uh oh, here it comes. Tomorrow, <laughs> tomorrow I'm going. We're going to be at 27. So remind me tomorrow, you guys, we're at 27. 27. All right. Got it. 27. Yeah. Fred, you're at 97. Just to let you know. <laughs> <laughs> Jay, in the morning. Really, you really yeah, you really put Stitchy Boo to work, ain't you? You really put huh? her to work, ain't you? 
You really put the fifty people to work, huh? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Get out of here, Planky. No, hold on, wait a minute. I'm trying to decipher what Yusef is talking about, and something tells me he's talking about. He's talking about the Really, he's entertaining. He's entertaining. He's very entertaining, but he's very knowledgeable. And that nigga talking some good shit. That's what the fuck he's talking about, dog. I'm cool with it. That's why I keep going back. So, so, so let me tell you guys, the Club Nouveau record. We're shooting the video this Saturday. I'll fly. I'll fly right back. Um, we're gonna shoot the video to uh, to this song in Sacramento. If you guys want to come hang out, find out what we're doing, it, inbox me. I'll send you the information. We, one o'clock on Saturday, downtown Sacramento. How should you express it when you love someone?
I was signed, and I signed just like everybody else. I signed just like everybody else did. My name is Jay King with Lynn Tolliver, Johnny Grandcracker Davis, Yusef Kente, Brother Reverend Ali, Sidney Braxton, Reese on the Radio, Big Fred, Snitchy Smurf, um, Dre, uh, Dr. Dre. I, I can't get it all, you guys, because I got to deal with some business real quick. Attack him, I can't let you just attack my man, though. That's my homie. 
Oh man, how you gonna tell somebody? That's, that's groupy shit. That's that groupy shit. That recognize. nigga ain't real, how see? Go, that's that groupy shit. How that's that groupy ass shit. That's that groupy ass nah, shit. I'm that nigga groupie. fake is all I be. All I do is. That I'm motherfucker ain't real. Ever know. Watching. 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 Uh, uh, Kente. What you are. Watch that motherfucker. Only real you are is a fishing reel. Watch it. It's that groupie ass shit. Did you check his ID? Did you check his ID when he drove up? Please check my ID. Did you do a background? Did you do a background check? That nigga, man. Smell a rat. Check, man, he fucking check. hang out with yeah, Sneaky Poo. He had motherfucker doesn't like Sneaky Poo. <laughs> man, I'm telling you. I'm telling you what the fuck is going on, man. I did Don't a show with my this team, dude. Dre. I did a oh, show with this no dude. Oh, my That's God. Man. You motherfuckers don't want to hear the fucking real. Y'all, y'all, y'all can't take real. You'd rather have a jar of mayonnaise saying real mayonnaise. Instead of hearing the real truth, you like mayonnaise? I didn't know you liked mayonnaise. <laughs> it makes sense now. I mean, how do you keep that beautiful long hair of yours so luscious? You probably put mayo in it, like my sisters used to back in the day. Oh, shit. He, he watching yeah. your goddamn hair. And them braids and yeah. that ass, man. You gotta He's watch. Got long, luxurious hair. He wears long T-shirts like a skirt too. He's very sexy. Thank <laughs> 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 What that thing to? <laughs> is that what, is that what she told you? Is that what she told you? I don't know who she is, but I'm talking directly to you, that? sexy. I'm talking Did to you. You, you look that? like an old skateboarder. <laughs> you look like an old skateboarder. That's what you look like. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we got long t-shirts and dreads. I didn't know old skateboarders had long t-shirts and dreads. Oh, no. He's got long dreads. He wears the long t-shirts with the Capri shorts and the van sneakers. He looks like an out-of-work skateboarder from the 90s. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Ain't no pimping in that at oh, all. Burnt out. No, there's absolutely no pimping. Ain't no pimping in that at all. And he probably drives, you know, like that, that the old Puerto Rican bicycles that are real long with the chopper hand, handlebars? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Got a bike. A Schwinn. You just, you just when you look at him, you are almost certain that his best friends are bottles. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you, you ever saw the movie Colors? You remember the movie Colors and the Mexican gang had one black guy in the group? <laughs> That's the <can't> thing. <laughs> Right now. <laughs> 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 you know, the fucking, you know, the fucking, 
I see wow. you motherfuckers. You, you, y'all really would rather hear this bullshit than hear the truth, huh? Guys, this shit is crazy than a motherfucker, man. Shit is crazy, man. Hey, That's yo, did you hear, did you guys, by the way, did you guys hear that ex-stripper turned rapper talking shit about how the world's going to turn straight to hell? <laughs> I missed that one. Oh, the, world, the world, the world, the world is hell, man. This shit is crazy as motherfucker. Of course it is. Listen to me, dude. You, uh, I know you think the world is hell. I don't know why you well, don't no, just kill yourself. Well, you talk, sound I'm like you. I'm talking about that bitch ass <laughs> America. I'm talking about the yes, I know, I know, I know. Listen, America's always going to be America, and you're always going to be you. One of you has to die soon. So I'm like, if you really hate it here, either go to another country or just off yourself. Like, really, don't, like, stop smoking weed to get through the day. Just put the gun in the mouth. Well, just go well, bye-bye. Why don't, why don't America just do the right thing? Why not just do that? Because that's not how to, here's the thing. You know what the right thing is to you? Yeah. The right thing to you is what you think it should do. And you don't understand the hubris in that statement. You say in America should do the right thing based on you, the subjective reasoning of you. No, no, Reese. All I am is a witness. You can't even tell us. Here's the thing. You couldn't even tell us right now what the right thing is. You just know that it should do the right thing, and you think the right thing is according to you, what you say it is. And that's the subjective part, is that you believe that everyone should bend to your will, that you've got all the answers and you have the ideas in your head that everybody should be here by. You have no idea well, whether or not of all, it's me. First Amen. of all, let's, let's just go to the beginning, Reese. If it means to wait, 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 are your ideas, do you have any ideas? Let's start there. Let's, let's, let's start with the same time. Actually, I don't. You two, I never tell people, no, nope, I never tell people, no, nope, I never tell people my ideal world. No, 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 you don't I have to. The world, no, but listen, listen, when you tell your truth, what you feel is right, you're doing that. Yes, you are. Actually, you don't have I to don't. tell people to do no, when you tell people what is right in your eyes, when you tell somebody what's right in your eyes, you are doing that. You Actually, are. Charles, that's not what I'm doing. I'll tell you how I know that. What I see is that when you force other you people love everything about me. to play by your you rules, you love, that's what I stand up against. How I no, fuck if up he said what's wrong with America and where should he, where he feel like it's right. Actually, I never He's told you. I never told you. Charles, Charles, you couldn't pinpoint accurately one statement I ever said about what America Reece, should do. You see, couldn't pinpoint when it. you talk about when you consistently talk about Republicans, they shouldn't they, 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 what they say is wrong and what is right to you are actually that's you, actually Charles, that's you, incorrect because what I said was and what I always say is is that the government should get out of you, the way of free people. Let me and you can tell you what you gotta say. Let me finish. You ain't gonna interrupt me. So okay. you say that when you say when you go left and right and you say what is wrong about what somebody else says, you are making a contrast on what is right and what is wrong. So in your belief, what is right is what you are saying. So what you're saying is right is what everybody should almost follow because it is what's called righteousness. Because everybody else says so and all the all the facts say so. When you in the in the fact don't really know the fucking truth. Charles, again, this is the reason why. When I say, look, with all due respect, when I ask somebody for specificity and they can't give it, 
and they speak in generalities, that's problematic. So what, what I always say, no, no, what I always say is, is that as free people, nobody should tell us how to behave, what we should do, what we should say. We should not have anything about our freedoms curbed. We should not bother anybody else. We shouldn't inflict upon anyone else's uh, civil rights. My rights start where you, I mean, your rights end where mine begin. I don't tell anybody what they should and shouldn't do because I don't believe in that. So when somebody turns around and says America is up, you need to spread your truth. Right? So, so no, no, I don't, I don't know what that, that means about spreading my truth because there's only, there's only one truth and the rest are lies. You spreading what's written. You spreading what's written. You spreading only what has been given to you, the information that's been given to other people. What are you, other people. What are you, you talking spread, about? Listen, you talk, when you talk about topics, right, and you come up with your mm-hmm. so-called facts, right, where mm-hmm. do those truths come from? Where are those truths come from? Life and experience. No, 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 no. So you're saying that everything well, that you base your facts on is based upon your life experience when you talk about course. other subjects. So, oh, so all so all of the so all of is based upon life and experience. And then John Beckman. So you saying is that John Beckman is so is so damn stupid that he's willing to base everything you say, everything truthful what you're saying based on your life experience. John Beckman and I don't mean that that dumb. I didn't say y'all did. Oh, okay. I said when okay. he I said when he agrees with you. I said when he agrees with he you. He and I just see I didn't he say and I things wait a minute. Him and I he and I seen things similarly does not mean that yeah, we're listen, reading you from and the same. You don't always agree Carl, with Let me finish the damn yeah. sentence. We, just because he and I see things from the same point of view doesn't mean we read the same book to believe it. I gather information and then and surmise that information from my own point of view. I hear a lot of things that I don't agree with that are supposedly, you know, based upon my ideology. I don't always agree with them, but they are always based upon my personal experience with said topic. So I don't read anything that formulates my opinion for me. I formulate exactly. my opinion from my, through my own critical thinking. Oh, That's my goodness. Everything formulates their own opinion based upon information given to them. Whether it's right or wrong. Yeah, but guess what? I can receive yeah. the information and not like. Listen, I can receive the information and not agree with it, based upon yeah, my own experience. You only form oh, your okay. opinion based upon facts. That be given to you. Why experience. are you a Jew? What's that? <laughs> Why were you influenced to be a Jew? Yes, most people are influenced by something. I was influenced by radio. I agree with that. I was influenced by radio. Are you still are, are you still with that influencer? That influencer? Where did you hold on? Did you wake up one day and say, I just want dreads? Or were you influenced by Holly Selassie or whatever that salami sandwich guy's name is? Huh? Well, well, do you really want to know the truth? Thank you for playing. Come back do next you time, want, folks. Do you want to know Come the truth? Come back next time on the next episode of I'm a Hypocrite and I Know It, featuring Yusef Kente. <laughs> You're running around well, telling everybody actually, that they're influenced by things, knowing damn well everything that you do is influenced by something. We are all influenced. Hypocrite? No, well, I was influenced because... 
I saw it in my dream of her. I dreamed it. I dreamed it. I dreamed it. I dreamed it before I dreamed it. Somebody influenced you to be a pothead and a Rastafari, and all of a sudden, they're the most noble person in the world. So please, the reason why you're a hypocrite. The reason why I put you guys on mute. The reason why I put you guys on mute is because instead of letting each other speak. I can't. I can't hear what anybody's saying because you guys talk over each other. Reese, mm-hmm. say what you have to say and then settle down. Kente, say what you have to say and then settle down. Mary was trying to say something, but neither of you could hear her because you guys were too busy. Well, she yourself. was butting in. She was butting in well, a grown the, man's conversation. She got, right, she got the right to say something. No, like she don't. You can't hear Mary. shit. I'm, I'm gonna tell you what. I bet you she do, motherfucker. That's why I be putting them on mute, and now you trying to put them no, on mute no. for the same reason I put them on mute. No, 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 you didn't put nobody. You didn't put nobody on mute, and that's why. Mary, what did you want to say? His motherfucking ass is on mute. What did you want to say, Mary? Oh, I, I was just Mary. commenting about um, how how he's not with the influencer. What? Okay. Stop butting in. Okay. That's, what that's you right. Say. I got. I know, I got, oh, that's okay. I got everybody on. Go ahead. Say what you were going to say, Mary. I was going to say he was influenced to being a Jew by some pussy. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what it was, too. What was it like? CJ, let me say something, Jay. This is where you don't listen well. Because Uh-oh. I know how to double Dutch with a conversation. I hear what she's wow. saying. I hear what Reese's saying. Because I can do that. I'm okay, so let me tell you. So let me tell you. Let me tell you how I double Dutch. I double Dutch by <laughs> taking out one of the motherfucking Dutches so I can single Dutch. Okay, that's why your ass is on mute. Okay, so uh, I, I wanted to hear. God damn. I never I thought we hear about double Dutch. No, I'm gonna say you your, your, your leadership, your mute leadership as well, but then you contradict. There you go. So. I got so now anybody else wow. go against my death. Mute ship. I got a mute leadership as well. Scissors yeah. need to be yeah. muted because he be cutting folks off too. That's why his name is Scissors. Thanks. Mm-hmm. And that's why your that, that that's why your ass is on mute. Uh Mr. Ring. <laughs> so now I'm gonna make sure I don't say a motherfucking word. <laughs> All I'm saying is, if you guys are going to talk, let each other be heard. I didn't know what Mary was going to mm-hmm. say. I don't have, I don't have weed, uh, weedonomics like you, Kente, uh, where I can run and smoke too much weed. I know what everybody's going to say. <laughs> what the hell is that? So, what the hell is weedonomics? So I don't know. It makes it more the matrix. Weedonomics. What is weedonomics, please? <laughs> you can break down shit. Mm-hmm. J. King, you're know. making gumbo with these niggas, and it's processed. <laughs> I'm sorry, J. King, is, is weedonomics is weedonomics the mathematical equation based upon cannabis? What, what is weedonomics? Hey, Reese, but is that's, Mary? That's just another hypocritical topic to bring up about America and its hypocrisy. Oh, yes, we already established They should release all these young black men and older oh. that was that they put in prisons 
and gave them strikes for marijuana and then sit up and do the very same thing that they put these people in jail for. Okay, hold on, but they, but Kente, Kente, they did that in Virginia. In the state of Virginia, okay. if you had a weed charge as of July 1st, 2021, that weed charge came off your record, and if you were in jail for weed charges, they let your ass out. I know, but, yes. but what he's saying he and what I agree with is – it shouldn't. It should have happened federal. What I don't know. When, when, yeah, when, yeah. That's exactly right. what I'm saying. I agree with you. Oh, let me just I, say I this to you guys. I agree with you. I'm just saying, like, okay. Start. When, pro, when when prohibition ended, and all the rum runners who've been convicted of of selling alcohol illegal, they all were able to sell alcohol. Legally, there was not, not nothing happened to them. They they didn't get they didn't have to wait. There was no the conviction didn't take them out of the market because these were the men that had sold alcohol in the first place, and so they were allowed to continue to make money, but now legally. So, and that was from the federal government, but marijuana, they did not. They didn't do the same because it's not a it's not federally legal. It's just legal yeah. statewide. And so well, Jay, can I ask know, a question about that? that? Let me let me ask you let me yeah. ask you a question about that. I wanna put I wanna okay. ask you because I talk about this on WTIC. So a lot of states mm-hmm. that are legalizing distribution of marijuana, like they're giving people business licenses to sell marijuana in their states, Connecticut being one, right? So I argued, and this is my personal view, some people may have different ones, but my opinion, I thought it was a little disingenuous of these places that normally used marijuana to convict these people are now giving them front row seats to be legal drug dealers. That's my personal issue. I have a problem with that. Are you okay with that? that they're 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 not legal drug dealers because just like alcohol. At least in the state they are. No, just like alcohol was prohibited once it became legal, just because you have an opinion of it doesn't mean anything. The law says this is now legal. So let me tell you my problem with it, um, Reese. My problem is that even though they make it legal, that, number one, the men and women of color who – who participated in the, the the illegal part that's now legal, they don't they don't get a front row seat with everybody else and they're the experts. That's number one. Number two, they um when they do give them a front row seat, they make the entry level so high from a financial standpoint, the cost of it, the taxing as opposed to giving them exemption, that they're not in it anyway. And all the people that benefit from it are people who are rich and wealthy that were against it in the first place, but now that it's legal, they control it and make all the money. And well, what it did, Jay, what it did, it took out the circulation of the black dollar in the neighborhood, just like they did with Black Wall Street. 
Because well, you can't debate that. Well, that's, you can't debate well, that, that, that. Yes, you can. Because not, every, that, 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 every city that, is going to have marijuana yeah. in there. But so what but it did, so. what it right did, now, it took the, the, down uh, the black no, dollar no, in the black neighborhood. No, no, that's not true. As well, a matter why of fact, are you telling yeah. it then, Jay? Jay, what, because what I, I in Connecticut, that was one of the provisions in uh, that they did when they were giving out the licenses. Uh, Ned Lamont said that the first people in line that he wanted to give it to were the people who were the most affected. Right, but, but um, they did the, it here in Sacramento. But Reese. Oh, okay. They say yeah. that they say that in one breath, but the the, the price of entry is so high. So oh, yeah, yeah, they let them in first, oh, yeah. but but they price them out the game. So it's it's, it's not know. honest. It's not it's not true. It's not real. It, 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 right. It's 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 hey, pretend. Hey Jay. Oh no, I, know, I, I agree. I think it's a state of Oregon. Idea. Hold on, let me say something. In the state of Sorry. Oregon, they passed they they passed this uh, law two years ago that made heroin and crack legal, their death mm-hmm. rate in two years has gone up to 700% because they made heroin and crack legal. That is yeah. a disgusting law. That was heroin fucking crazy. And crack. Okay, okay, can I say something to that? Can, can I say something to that? Okay. Yeah, um, but first of all, Mary, this is where Ali is right about you. I, me and John were talking. He was talking to me, and then your ass just decided, "Can I say something?" Yeah, you can say something after me and John finish. Yeah. Okay. So, um, John, heroin yeah. and crack, heroin and crack, cannot even be spoken about in the same breath as marijuana or cannabis. No. That that they're not the same things. Heroin and crack are so addictive and so detrimental that they can kill you by themselves. Um, uh, um, cannabis can't kill you by itself. You can lace it with something, but it can't kill you as a singular. So they don't, exactly. so they don't, they're not the same thing to me. They're not even in the same categories. Um, so Mary, go nah. ahead and say what you're going to say. I got to get ready for my, let Mary speak. And then, um, and then you guys can continue. I, and I'm going to listen in while I do my, my, um, I, I have a stack okay. 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 Well, Mary, you were so talking about getting... Reese's influencer at the beginning. No, 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 no. Well, I, I want to say something to what John said. So, okay, so so they legalize crack and heroin, and you have however many deaths, right? You're going to have those deaths regardless whether they legalize it or don't. If people are not deciding, oh, heroin's legal, crack's legal, let's go fucking smoke it. Well, let's go inject it. They're doing it anyway. Remember, you ain't said criminal. shit we don't already know. Look, your ass is burnt out. You not grease, motherfucker. But, Mary, why would the death rate go up 700% in two years? Because well, let me say something. Why would the death rate go well, up? Let me say something. Were, were, so were they – hold on. He asked me a question. Were, were they were – they, um, were they keeping track of it the same way when they legalized it? Were they keeping track of that death rate the same exact way when they legalized it, or was it a different way? What were they keeping track of? So we don't that know don't that. Have... But what I'm saying is, is that, it, okay, look, if, if Alabama legalizes crack or heroin, I'm not going to fucking go out and start smoking crack fucking heroin because it's legal. 
You are a heroin addict or a crack addict already. That makes sense, though. That makes a lot of sense because heroin addicts going to get it whether it's legal or not. They go, they've been getting it. Okay. Well, they they you put on mute for agreeing with that possum-smelling coochie oh, biatch. That was a regular crack they were doing. When they were making a version. They were making a clean They were making a clean version of heroin. So shut the fuck up. They were making a, they were making a cleaner version. They were making a cleaner version of heroin, and they were actually offering it at a clinic to help those guys have a productive lives. Some of those people actually did live a better life, so they were able to go to those clinics, get they a dose of heroin, and they were able to live longer. Now, I can't say does it really help or whatever, but we know that it's a fact that those guys never really come on. And you have to be it's a it's a psychological move you have to make to actually want to get off those drugs and stay off those drugs. Okay, now, now everybody, let's go back to the topic. All black men should be getting out of jail because of the fact of how cannabis being sold all over America right now, and you have it filibustered in the courts and the system of the of this American bitch ass country. That's the topic. Don't go off topic because you go you lose the brothers going free. This ain't about no heroin. This ain't about no meth. This is about marijuana that this government is putting on the market. It's, it's you, they're debating on to make it's on the market, and you got men in jail that went that that's in this uh, that was facing prison life yesterday. Might need to mute themselves. So that's the topic. Need to mute this, uh, uh, he, he, that's a point, great point. You you own it, Ali. I mean, uh, 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 can tell you you got it, baby. Right. You need to expose all this bullshit. You you don't want to recognize what the, you got people killing each other in these streets that are Palestinian and Jews because they got something to say. But when it comes something to say, and you want to come and you say it, you'd rather bullshit about it and listen to a charlatan like Reese to come fuck you up and Beckman to take you off topic because you don't really know what the topic is about. You're lost in the sauce. Yes, you right. You get lost every fucking time off subject with the bullshit. They ain't off subject. They talking about the drugs they do if y'all really pay attention. (laughs) (laughs) I can agree with you. You know what? Mary's ass is on heroin. That's why her coochie smell like a possum. Why do they still have this show on TV called Moonshiners if liquor is legal? So Why do you, you always talk moon, about what all these organizations moon, do? But when, Why do you always no. talk about what all these black organizations well, no, because do? I'll tell you why, John, it's not legal. Because they're the making it, and the government is not being able to tax it and get their portion off of it. They're not licensed. They're doing it in the, in the up in the hills and shit and still hits. So that's why it's illegal. Only legal when the government can get their fucking end of it. It's a dirty alcohol. No, see, yeah, I John, see that. I see that. See, John, you're a trick right now. You need to turn into John Brown. 
You know the truth. You keep asking these questions about your bullshit-ass motherfucking country that you can't believe is really like this now, right you, now. You're, you're asking you're us, and you're asking, don't, you don't come over here. Don't choke on your own you, words, you, Yousef. You're choking on your own words. Choke, Calm down. I can choke on smoke. Calm down. I can choke Calm on down. my words. Calm down. You don't tell me. Calm Shut the fuck up. Down. No, that was me. Calm down. Shut the fuck up. Who the fuck are you going to tell to calm down? This is, I love this shit. You Come know on, what? Calm this is down. Muhammad Ali shit. If when you Muhammad want me Ali to ask did some When Muhammad Ali did it, motherfucker, they down. took his pulse. They I took his pulse. You know what they found out? You, it was calm normal. Down. His pulse was normal. Why do you think that just because if I, I'm witnessing motherfuckers killing, I went to work. Work was canceled. Democratic, I told you before it happened. I told you on this show. I said, it's about to be some shit here happening. And then, lo and behold, it got canceled right here in the capital city of California. The Palestinians and the Jews fought right here. They shut down the convention, sat up in the chairs, and twirled around them like they took over the motherfucking capital that they flagged. They're fucking idiots. In the lobby. And you don't see it. Why coming. would you say the Indians? I didn't say any. But the bottom of the line is, said, the government I don't said, give a fuck Steve. what you do. I said, no, they get their portion. They don't give a fuck about your health, your condition, how you, your well-being. All they give a fuck about is their money. You can sell pussy. You can do whatever the fuck. That's all this illegal shit. They find a way to make it legal if they get their fucking cut. And that's, that's why right. I never well, donate it's, to it's, any politician. I never give any politician any money. Never. See, you got to look at you got to look at America from the outside in, like Tony Montana. See, he was on the outside, and they couldn't wait to get here. And what he said about it was, America is one great big pussy, just waiting, waiting to, to be fucked. fucked. See, you gotta you gotta recognize, you gotta know the truth. See, you you don't know the truth because they kept the truth from you, and you in the box. You you can't think out of the box because you're so entrenched with being an American. You 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 bleed red, white, and blue, and they sit up here and fucked over you, and you go talk about me. Because I'm talking about somebody that fucked with you. You don't know the fight. Because you just don't know. And it ain't your fault. That's why there's a prayer. Forgive them God. Forgive them for what Father. They not know. For they know not what they do. They don't know it. You yes, just can't. You thank have, you. you. Thank have, you for that. You, 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 thank you. I mean, you thank just you. don't know. Yeah, I mean, when I found sermon. out. With, with my, with his the grace, his grace, eyes, nothing but his grace. Man, I cried. That's what I did. Jesus wept. Just to that small verse, I cried. Because it was cool kicking it fucking, kicking it in the streets, doing this shit, doing this thing, man, because it was happening so fast. Boom, 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 boom. But then when you wake up one day and, well, you don't, what? What? And then you got to grow. 
and continue to see this shit, and then you got to say something. But you got to know what to say. You got to, you, and you got to, you got to don't give a fuck about these motherfuckers. Just say it. Stand on the truth. Fuck it. Why not? It's the truth. Motherfuckers is here, man. This shit is fucked up in Sacramento. You know what really needs to be going on? All of us really need to get together and buy up Sacramento because this motherfucker is for sale. You look at Oakland, what you think is happening in Sac? All these Victorian homes over here downtown. Buy them motherfuckers. Get together. All this shit, that's what they're doing. They're building. It's becoming a metropolis over here. Because L.A. ain't nothing but a concrete jungle. They need to see this green, the city of trees kind of shit. They need to be pleasing to their eyes. They need to be able to go to the hills. They taking down motherfucking L.A. hills. They need to go to these hills over It's green shit over here. They done moved everybody out. They done set fires to all these motherfuckers. They done moved out the motherfucking great industry and said they go grow some weed and kick it on the hills over here in Northern California. Yeah, and kick right. it. The You're motherfucking, right, brother. The Beautiful motherfucking, place. Place. the protesters but what are we gonna do with the shut this problem motherfucker down. That? This motherfucker shut down, man. Oakland. Oakland has a new new crown. The first American city to lose all their sports teams. That's a crime. Man, thing. let me tell you something, man. This shit is being revamped. That's what's happening. It's a new time. It's a new normal. They told you. I think that's happened in every city, uh, even down in New Orleans. So let me tell you, I think but this is happening. Let me say something. It's happening in every city, you know, but California is the fifth wealthiest nation in the world. Yeah, uh, but listen, it doesn't, it, doesn't, it, it doesn't change the poor people, though. So when you don't have the wealth and the population grows, and, and in order for you to do repair stuff, the cost grows along with all the increases of dollars that you've given. So inflation never stops, Dr. LP. Inflation never. Every time i got to give you a dollar to do something, I'm going to inflate everything you buy around you. So there's no balance. And there'll never be balance because America is not made for that. America is not made in balance. You either figure the way out to make it through the jungle or you're going to die in now, some America of us, is a pimping machine, we're not, we're, we're man. We're not wealthy. We, we, we make it through the jungle. We make it just enough to survive. We don't, we don't have the, the greatest of waters and, and all that other stuff. Like, that's so saying right here. Right here in, in New Orleans, where we depend on river water for our water, all that nice snow that usually goes up north and all that, those floods that they get up further north, that water rushes down here. Now we're having a problem with salt water now. It's seeping back into the river because all the the salt water, all the fresh water used to get, we haven't gotten over the year, over the, over uh, this year. And so, you have and you have and you have something in your city saying water resources, and they regulate the water. That means they're uh, incompetent because those are the ones that send in water back and forth. They don't want you to have the water. They're gonna make you buy water. Is going to be scarce. You got to remember yeah, in the book of Eli, it will be. It was it one thing be. you need I is agree. water. 
That's what this is becoming. They're drying it up. They're going to dry it all up. Sacramento is called the city of rivers, and it was a flood. I mean, a, a, a drought. How can there be a drought in the city of rivers when you get water resource regulators? They put it to where they want to put it. They put a dam here and a dam there, cut off water here, cut off water there, and start pimping water. Water's being pimped. Once again, pimping. You guys have a fresh water. Yusuf, why do you think Oakland, you know, the city that it is, right on the bay there, right next to San, why do you think they lost all their sports teams? Is it because of the government, you think? Man, they they, they want to blame it on, and, and they can, because the, the population and the people that live in that population is making it a crime area. They're showing how now it's jacking that's going on in Oakland. You know, people are getting jacked. You got San Francisco, the, the, the companion city, the twin sister city of that area, it's shutting down all its businesses. So, you know, and, and that came from the influence after uh, COVID and all the riots and all that shit. And you have a you have a base, really what you want to call Antifa. There's a strong base. That's what how that's how you labeled it. But that 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 influence is here. It's all through all these cities. And it's shit that's going what it is, it's comparison to Rome, like the great Reverend Good Doctor Martin Luther King said. If you look at the fall of ancient Rome and America, the parallels are frightening. Why? How did Rome fall? Because the influx of, of population, they called them barbarians, vandals, uh, Gauls, all the other influx, if Rome fell from within. That's how it fell, just like America. America is falling from within. It's not having, it's not all that, and it's a, and they're fighting wars. They don't want to involve themselves in the war like that, but they involve themselves in the war like that. But they got to keep it from you. The first day that Israel said they're going to go to war, the first thing Biden did is told other people, don't, don't do it. Lebanon, don't do it. And then retarded Rev even talked, brought Syria in there. He went on there telling everybody, don't do it. Yet America said they're not going to get involved. On day one, it shot down one of the uh, missiles. You call me retarded one more time, nigga. Your motherfucking ass going to get put on mute, nigga. One more time, nigga. Pinocchio. You heard what Pinocchio said. Ali, I I wanted to ask you a question as well. Why do you think San Diego got rid of the Chargers? Because when I see the Chargers play, I always think of them as San Diego, not Los Angeles. Well, because the the city didn't want to pay for the stadium to be rebuilt. I'll show you, because them motherfuckers want to keep all the money to themselves. They don't want to help the homeless or the people of San Diego that love the Chargers. They don't want to do shit but raise the rent and be gay mayors out here. 
No, because you're, you're, I, I went to San Diego a couple times and saw football games, and, man, that was a beautiful stadium out there. Jack Murphy Stadium, I think is what it was called. It was out in the middle of a valley, and it, it was a perfect uh, venue for football. And it, and it was mm-hmm. it was full. Well, it needed the, the stadium. The stadium needed repairs, and the city didn't want to pay for it. They didn't want to do nothing with it, and also the Chargers didn't want to pay for it. They, they didn't want. They didn't want to pay for the repairs themselves. So, so what, they moved on the out. I know the Padres used to play out there. Did they? Did they pay for their own new stadium? In downtown yeah, they paid. Yeah, they, they, yeah. they, they, they paid for Petco yeah. Park. Big uh, Charles, put your Charles. ass on mute, nigga. Yeah. God damn. Oh. John, John Sacramento could have got the Raiders. Put your ass he on mute, put, Big Charles. Nobody want to hear you buying no cigars, the, nigga. Sacramento could have got the Raiders, uh, but Sacramento wanted over fifty percent. And 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 Al Davis said, "Fuck you." See, because. See what so you got. You got greed. Governor Newsom. You got Governor Newsom. He's pimping, man. He's running California. He moved San Diego and all that to another place to where they can make money. They don't want all that shit happening. I'm telling you, they're making Oakland look really ratchet. They're making San Diego. They don't need a sports team. They can sacrifice it because San Diego brings tourists. Who don't want to go to San Diego? You don't need mm-hmm. a team there to no, be able I to go to San Diego. San Diego was one of the most beautiful cities I've ever seen. Absolutely. Well, so it and they don't need no sports team. The Padres is going next. They got rid of the Clippers. They got rid of the Chargers. Now the Padres is next. Right. They just moved their money. That's all it is to it. That's all it is to it, man. You know the answer, John. It's fucked up. That's the answer. See how fucked up No, it up is it fucked is. up. It, no, I agree with you. It is fucked up. But not, but see, but see, John, when you use that, the phrases, it's fucked up. People think that you feel fucked up. They make, they make you seem like your attitude is fucked up and all blah. But you're talking about a system, and then they want to put you being fucked up, talking about the fucked up shit. I'm nothing but a witness, and I know how to articulate what the fuck I'm looking at. No, I always That's thought all. it was fucked up when the, when the Houston Oilers, for some reason, moved to Tennessee, but then Houston gets another football team. What was the whole purpose of that? I didn't get it to begin with. Well, well you got the, what, you got the, the city the, trying to intercept the city, the, the, the community's taxes. So the community is fighting with the city about how to use their taxes, and that's what happened. Motherfuckers is fighting, and if and the people said they wanted to spend the money with their taxes to keep the charges here, but the city said no so they can manipulate the people's taxes. And the same thing happened in Baltimore when they, uh, the Baltimore Colts moved to Indianapolis, and then they get the Ravens back you know, in Baltimore, brand-new team. Made no sense. They to wanted me. to move the Sacramento Kings, but it was Kevin Johnson and, uh, that that uh, you know put you know stepped in and negotiated the Kings deal with Steinberg Brenner whatever his name was they got his name over there right now and they used it as Sacramento the Kings needed to stay 
you got to remember they came from Kansas City, which was the Royals. So a lot of things got to do with that logo. You know, Royal, now they're Kings. They were purple, uh, were purple, and they were blue over there, which is royalty. So that name, the Kings, and blah, blah, blah. It's a lot of Illuminati uh, uh, additives and all that shit, man. Well, See, I was these the people came up here to the A's. They started in Philadelphia, then they went to Kansas City, then they went to Oakland, and now they're in Las Vegas. Right, but the, but the logo, <laughs> you know that it's, it's a lot in these logos too, man. You know, it, 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 it's got a, you know just like Houston, what Oilers because of the oil. You know that's in here, that golf that golf thing. You know what. It, Look at the names over there, man. You know, that's why a lot of the teams go to where they go to. You know, they the motherfuckers are some secret society shit, man. And one thing I never yeah. really liked and I grew I grew up in northern New Jersey, so it was it was handy to go to the Meadowlands and watch the Giants play there. But I always thought, why are the New York Giants playing in New Jersey and then the Jets when Shea Stadium shut down? They all of a sudden moved to the Meadowlands in New Jersey. So we got two New York teams playing in New Jersey. It was the damnedest thing to me, even though it was convenient to go to a ball game because it was right next to where I grew up. Yeah. Because they kept it, they, the market. Just the market, man. Where the money at? You know, fuck the name, you know. It's crazy shit, man. Yep. Crazy shit. Yeah, but this shit that's going on today is, uh, you know, that's what I'm talking about. There's some wild shit going on here, you know. So is Sacra is Sacramento trying to get another sports team other than the Kings now, or do they just are they content with just the Kings? Now they're going to get somebody because they're developing stadiums here. Real, you know, they 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 want to bring somebody here. Soccer, you know, they're doing things for the soccer community, you know, the soccer league, and they, like I said, they tried to get the A's, they tried to get the the Raiders. You know, I see all that shit happening here. Like I say, it's about to be a metropolis. Man. That's the word that I use. Metropolis is coming right here. That's why I need to buy this motherfucker out there. And that's on the well, yeah, real shit. Me, these motherfuckers came cheap. over here. It, the cost of living of living in Sacramento is a lot cheaper than the cost of living in, in San Francisco or maybe even Oakland. So I understand why more people are moving to Sacramento is because the cost of living is cheaper. Yeah, to a degree. Of course. That's one of the reasons. Yeah. Cost of living. And just, yeah, it is. That's why a lot of Oakland is here. A lot of Bay Area is here. Because of the high cost of living forced them to come here. Yeah, because you know, it, it, it's, it, it's always when you live near water, it's it, it costs more because you have the water. And that's why people are like, shit, I can't live here anymore. i got to move to Sacramento or Las Vegas. We don't have an ocean, well, you know. It, we don't have 
Well, the thing is, there's so much water here, they're making us pay for it. Because they're going to make everybody pay for everybody. You know, I, I, I'm saying they, they even control the water here. They control the water everywhere to me. Water is king, you know. No, and that's a big thing, especially here in Vegas. We get penalized if you uh, if you overwater your, your stupid your sprinkler system. We don't even really have sprinklers out here anymore in Vegas. Well, we all have drip systems. But even if you over-drip, they charge you a fee. Well, I, when, when, I go to, when I went driving through there, I went just the landscapes of the homes, which really is more of a desert kind of look, more rocks and shit like that, and palms and succulents, you know, where no, they have to really right. go Donna deep and I, to get... Donna and I used to have grass, but we had to take it out and put a rock, uh, a, a right. rock lawn in, or, you know, a so rock landscaping. Where do you guys get that right. water source from? Where's your water Lake source Mead. From? Lake Mead. And Lake Mead is supplied by who? I mean, what other what other what other water flows into Lake Mead? Tell them. Tell well, them. Arizona, Arizona, and California get their water from California, Lake Mead. man. California pimping, man. I'm telling you. So that that makes that makes it all different, and I can understand why, because they're trying to save costs on how much money supplies there. I'm sure there's a whole lot of money being. Um, given to the uh, that community Here's, California, yeah, give me water. Ago, they they paid uh, Nevada residents uh, to take out their yards and put in rock. Right, the city right. did. Sure did. Yeah. So you don't really see like there are a few people that have lawns out here still, like in the affluent areas. But you know, I, I'm in a somewhat nice area, but we had to get rid of our lawns so you don't have the sprinklers coming on. We, we can have rock yards, but, you know, you can put certain plants in and trees, but everything's got to be on a drip system now. All right. All my relatives, they uh, they still got grass, man. You know, that's just one of them things that they're just going to pay for. Right, right, until they make you take it out. I don't blame people for having grass. You know, it's funny. I drove to Paso Robles last week, and I drove through the San Joaquin Valley in California, and I, I must have gone over, what do they call it, uh, the aqueduct? They have this aqueduct Correct. that yeah. runs through the whole state of California, you know, in that San Joaquin area. And, man, there was a lot of water in all those things. You see those so, towers? Hydro, hydro, hydroelectric is uh, where your dams is down there in Vegas. Uh, what was that you said, Lake Mead? That's a dam. They got another boulder dam. My uncles and first cousins, they, they were on those projects. Wow. Years ago, buddy. Yeah, well, that was built in the 30s, I believe. I think it was yeah, built in well, the 30s. Yeah, well, I don't know what year. I'm not, you know, a historian and shit like that, but I have uh, my uncle, my mother's brother, he failed building one of the uh, big hotels down there. We got the phone call. He lived seven. He 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 fell and hit head first, and they said for my mom and the family to get there. He lived seventeen years after that. All my wow. nephews are in the union. They are very successful homeowners, homeowner ownership. I mean, Vegas was good to my family. Has been and still is. And I, you know, and I, and like I've said before on this show, is I. 
you know, I've seen, I've been here 26 years now, but I, I see more and more California license plates. I'm 10 miles from the strip. So when I usually tell people, well, yeah, you know, if I see California license plates, those are just visitors coming to the strip. I'm like, no, I, I see them out here in the suburbs and they're all moving out here. And I don't blame them because they're buying property out here for less than half of what their property would cost in California. But, so I don't blame but, them. But the thing of it is, man, uh, that desert, that sun, is, it will be the fucking house. Excuse my French. It will be the house down. You can have a mansion in Vegas. And if you don't uh, coat that bitch Fuck every Vegas. other year and use the right expensive uh, Duralast paint, you're gonna have a, a fucking shack. That's here in Texas. No, no, I agree. I agree with you, Fred. I, I my ha- my wife's and my house is 30 years old. We just had all our windows replaced, and what a difference it makes. But you know, it takes years for that to all kind of weather itself. Now, weather, weather, weather. That fucking sun will beat that motherfucker up before the warranty is up on that window. Partner. That fucking heat beating on shit. It beats on your car. It beats on you. You, it's a, it's, it's a big. Uh, 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 people don't just, you know. Yeah, I'm moving to Vegas. It's cheaper. It's cheaper than California. I put sell my house here, and once I get there, everything's gonna be hunky dory. The laws are chick, uh, uh, chicken shitty for Californians, and they see you coming, and they're like fucking bloodhounds everywhere. You say you're from California, you, they charge you double the motherfucking amount. Ooh, ooh you ain't nothing but a blessing. You know, please believe me. Please believe me. Mm, mm, mm. No, I but don't agree with that. The experience is great. I'm not looking to argue. I'm not looking to no, argue no, our, about our house here. Our house here is $600,000. If, if mm-hmm. I lived over the state border in California, it would probably be worth a million. Just because of the, I got a sister, bro. My oldest sister, I got a niece in Berkeley, California. They bought their houses right off of university. That motherfucker is worth over twelve million dollars. Now you realize the taxes on that son of a bitch, and everybody's on it. And my niece, you know, I mean, they left her this house, this motherfucker. I mean, we all pull together and keep her in that fucking house. It's a it's a monumental place. It's right there in the bay. It was one of the first houses our family ever owned. My oldest sister was born in uh, Louisiana, went to school, uh, and then uh, I got people from Hartthorne, Nevada, from Louisiana, fucking landed in Vegas, and that's where they are. You know, so... It's a beautiful thing. No, I agree. Life is, I agree. Life hey, is good. You, Charles, I wish I had my childhood home in Ridgewood, New Jersey. In Ridgewood, New Jersey right now is probably in the top capita of income earners because all those people that live there, you know, commute to New York City and work. But I remember in 1974, my mom sold our house for $27,000. <laughs> it's like a six-bedroom six house. Today it's worth about $2 million. How do I wish that was still in the family? But no, it's not. Yeah. Life is a, it's a good experience. Well, it just lets man. you see how how inflation, like, like Charles was saying, how life has inflated. Right. When you talked about a house that has always been there, 
that many years and just doing nothing but city inflated, you know? Right. It's just how the times find other times, inflation. I was I was did, did, I was born in nineteen I was born in Vallejo, California in nineteen sixty two. I was told the house that my parents bought when they came from uh where was it? Uh Hearthstone, Nevada at this point. They paid fourteen thousand dollars for. When I moved out of that house they were billing Marine World and that interstate out there and they offered my parents three hundred thousand dollars wow my parents they're thinking you know we're not selling our shit you know i mean it was hard getting here you know i mean my mom and daddy put cotton and worked on the railroad as well and joined the air force and did what they had to do had six sisters and three brothers so they hang on hung on to the house the house is there now nobody's in it my sister's next door in another house I believe I don't I, I try not to get into that shit because there were so many bad memories. I was born in that house. I'm the youngest child. I should have I I believe that I should have had more so to say in when my mother and father passed about that house. But see, I'm so grown to whereas I've had four houses, four wives and moved on. But you know, there's some shit, man, in these families that. It's, it's, how it's much is that? How much is that house worth now? Six hundred. Six hundred in the fucking crest, bro. Yeah. Sure. I think. I was, hey, tra- hey Fred, is it, is it that the house is worth that much, or the land that it sits on? The house. Okay. The property. The house sits on the land. Right. Just Somehow like, the just other, like how, I don't give a fuck where you live. If you pay taxes, you don't never own that fucking house, guys. Yeah. No. You don't never own your fucking house, man. And that's a damn no, you, you can always even pay, if you taxes pay the mortgage, on that motherfucker, you pay the and the motherfucker's going to always tell you what to do on it. You can't just, I got a house, but you think I can drill for my own water here? I would have to be out in a ruled area. There's so much to this shit. Then you pay for this water, this thing that they call water. They charge you arm and a leg for it, and then they recycle it and send it back to you and tell you if it goes down the motfucking drain. Man, don't don't no, fuck you, with me because it makes you're me You're right, angry. Fred, because last week when I stayed at I don't, Airbnb, I don't, I'm, not dig, I'm not digging this America shit either, bro. But I, 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 I had gotten week, by. They had their own well, and I thought, man, they're saying these people are lucky to have their own well, so they don't have to pay for one. John, I'll put it well, to you it. like this: California is America's Gaza Strip. That's that's how much that's how much influence is in California. Well, that's and, why I left there twenty five years ago. It's it's the promised land for America. When America came over here, the real promised land was California. Remember, it's gold in their hills. That was that was when they came over here. They call it their promised land. Everybody had a promised land. They gave Palestine to the Jews. 
so they can have a promised land. And California is America's promised land. And now it's, it's flowing milk and honey. It's the fifth wealthiest in the world in the economy. So you can't argue it. You know, it's a lot at stake right here in California. You know? So, you know, you the inflation here is is taking place because of the land and they inflate it just where it's to be in America. Yes. Let me ask yeah. you something, honestly, man. Do you think it is worth it, man? Everything is so high. I mean, all the people, I mean, you got every people. I mean, it's a melting pot. It's a beautiful the weather. It's not the same. The uh, landscape, do you think it's worth it to work your ass off to stay and call California? Is that a stereotype? Because I've lived there. I was born there. Is it worth it to sell your soul working hard, man, living in California? The whole big picture. Everybody thinks that Vegas is this. Everybody thinks California is this. What is your thought? I like the weather. I like the first thing you said, the weather. I like the weather, really. You know, I like I like the setting, put it like that. Okay. The California setting opposed like south where you are is too much humidity. On the east humidity? coast over there, too much humidity. Right. I yeah, don't like that hot. shit. Well, here it's a dry, a dry, constant in, hot. In and when Vegas, it's cold, it's yeah, in cold. Vegas, that's sort of fuck you up, man. That's a fuck. No, I'm in, I'm in Texas. In the summer. I'm in Texas. No, I'm, I'm, but the, the rain. The rays, the sun rays in Texas, it seems like it's beating down on your ass and you can't hide from it, bro, and then you can't breathe. Look, I do a lot of business in there. When you go there, you can't fucking call yourself smoke a blunt outside. You can't breathe that hot fucking air outside, bro. You, you can't walk around just like it's, like it's cool and shit. California, you can do that. You can breathe. You can go out yeah, on the balcony or the patio. Huh? That was hard. Go ahead, man. You I haven't got to the weather. You haven't got to the weather yet. Man, I couldn't get to that goddamn Mississippi weather, man. I was I sweated like a dog, man. I sweated. I was oh, always hot. I hated hot. that shit. I hated that shit. Oh, California, mate. I, we party I, I travel throughout we the country. Man, no. three well, every day, three just sweating, and then you're gonna be outside. Call yourself drinking. You can't go out. Call yourself go out to a club in Vegas until night. I'm talking about until two one one o'clock. These motherfuckers are getting ready. Talking about cuz you partying, you partying way too early. I'm, 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 I'm come on, cuz it's, it's about twelve o'clock at night. These motherfuckers going out like it's one o'clock in the evening. But you know why? Because it was too fucking hot during the day. Yeah. And the same thing in Mississippi. Yeah. Them niggas get up under them goddamn trees with that beer, and it be fucking hot. You just a sweating. Now you didn't change your clothes yeah. three, four fucking times. Well, that, that that's the humidity back there. I, I mean, the humidity in Ooh. the East Coast is unbearable. That's we, 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 we cross it in that weather. 
We brought carpets in that weather. We do everything in that weather. We sit outside in that weather. We can get under a tree and we can sit in that weather because we adapted to that. So you take me, to like when I went to California back in the 90s, right? And it, it got to that even time. It was cold for me. I needed a coat. That's summertime. You guys deal with that. Y'all like that. But when, it's, when it gets nighttime in California for me, it's cold. I need a jacket because I have never adapted to that weather. When you adapt to weather, hey. it's something different. Now, I'm going to tell you something. It depends on where you at, though. depends on where you at. I don't think nobody's adapted to the heat in Las Vegas during daytime. That 150 no, I hate that plus shit. 20, whatever. Nobody's adapt- nobody sitting outside in that damn shit. But down here, we, we, we've learned to deal with it. Hey, today There's when I walked my dog, it was 47 degrees. So it, we, we do get summer, changes. Though. I know, I know. This summer, you're talking about three or four months out of the year. Even where I live right now, we get snow once in a while. John, we don't see cold weather. We see cold weather for two months, maybe. And that's not until late, like, we're talking about maybe late January. Maybe February or March. February or March. It is very short. That's the coldest of our, our year. Other than that, we don't have that. We don't know what real cold is. And if it is real cold, it's trying to sit down. Like no. ice on the road. I know. I, uh, growing up in northern New Jersey, I know what cold is, man. You had to go out and start your car in the morning before you went to work, put the defrost on, and then you had to scrape the windshield off. You had to put snow tires on. It was a fucking pain in the ass. I don't miss that shit at all. <laughs> Hate that shit too. <laughs> Fuck that. But what I did like was being able to have a fire with wood burning fireplaces. I mean, that was nice. But uh, here in Vegas, all the houses have gas gas fires. I don't even think you're allowed to burn a wood a wood fire here. Yeah, I would think be wood outside. You guys see today that to have a fire. Hey, Fred, I just lit my fireplace this week. I lit my fireplace this week. Burning that, that shit nice like a bird. Nice, isn't that nice to have oh, a nice man, fire? Right now, I'm going to keep it lit, and I'm not going to let it go out. At least if I'm going to keep wood in there every single... It, won't, it will not go out, at least past Thanksgiving. Oh, I enjoyed that about when I lived in California on the coast. We we would get a cord of wood, put it by the side of the house. And, yeah, you know, I got a couple of cords. I'm about to burn Beautiful. that shit. I'm going to burn all that motherfucking shit. Get some more. All of it. I'm burning all that motherfucker. They talking about I'm burning my shit. Hey, hey, Fred, where you live in Texas, does it get cold there at night? You know, like in oh, the wintertime? Yeah, man. It's, 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 it's uh, 61 right now, and the wind is blowing. I'm on a little hill. But, uh, yeah, it snows here, man. Uh, we've had a couple of freezes where everybody else didn't have any lights for, like, uh, all, all that traumatic shit you be seeing on the news. I've, I've been through it. And wow. uh, when I'm coming back from California, if I do it in the wrong time of the year, uh, about two weeks ago, 
we we have an ice storm, and I I got stuck in an ice storm about oh four hours away from home. Had to spend the night in the car, dude. Oh. Yeah, the the weather yeah. changes on you real quick when you're traveling. Yeah, so those we, ice we, storms we, we, make it dangerous to drive. You don't want to drive in an ice storm. Yeah. Snowstorm yeah. is so okay, way. but an ice ice storm, forget that. You can't even see no, the ice it was, on the it was, it was It was raining like uh, sleep, and then we get that right. hail, too, you know, so you got to be real careful. You just can't get in your shit and say, I'm, I'm gone for three right. days. It takes three days. It takes four days, well, 24 hours to get from here to California. Uh, I think uh, two, no, two and a half hours to Fort Worth, uh, hour and 40 to Austin. So I'm in central Texas, Fort Hood, Texas. I remember driving when I moved from New Jersey to California. I rented like a Hertz, uh, you know, truck thing and loaded up, not a big Hertz thing, but loaded up my belongings. I remember going through a snowstorm in North. Is it the Panhandle of Texas? It's the part that sticks up. Like you leave Oklahoma, you're in Texas for a little bit, and then I yeah, think you're I, in New Mexico never, or something. I, right. I haven't been that way. I haven't been that way. I always go. To Man, Ohio. there was so much snow up there. It was unbelievable. Yeah. I'm I'm used to driving in the snow because we used to go to what do you call it Tahoe Reno. Like I say, I'm from the Bay Area, so we were doing that. Shit, I, we didn't went up to the snow, left on a Sunday, and some partners and shit. We didn't turn around. Motherfucker had, ran out of cocaine, had to come back to uh, <laughs> Bay Area to get some fucking coke. Well, man. see, that's, like, that's the beauty of where Yusef lives in Sacramento, because you're only two hours away from Lake Tahoe, aren't you, Yusef? <laughs> right. Right. That's yeah. Beautiful. I love that fucking Tahoe shit. No, I went to Dude, college up past where you lived, Yusef. I was in Rockland, California, at Sierra oh, yeah, College. Yeah. I loved, I loved it up there with all these Rockland, nice redwood Rockland, trees. Rockland, Rockland, and Rockland. And I worked for Union Pacific. I worked for Union Pacific Railroad or something. Yeah, I, I worked for Union Pacific Railroad. We built that uh, Rockland station up there. I love oh, Rockland. Right. That was beautiful. Yeah, I love that. That's where the that's 49ers where, uh, When I went to school that's there, where, that's where the 49ers did their uh, practice at. Right. As well, you see, did you mention Auburn? Yeah. yeah I think Auburn was right next to Rockland, if I'm not right, mistaken. Right, that's where Ricky TV. Williams, when he came here, that's where he went. Ricky Williams retreated. He retreated up there in Auburn. Yeah, I like Auburn. Auburn's nice, too. Auburn's nice too, but uh, I lived in Green Haven when I worked for Jay over there where that Bell area is. That's where I'm at. I'm over in that area right now. A pocket, a pocket, pocket area there where that levee is. Yeah, right. That's that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. I know you're enjoying it. You're enjoying it, man. It seems like the air. You can you can smell the trees and all them trees. It just it calms you, man. It's not like living you, over there in up El Camino and shit. For you, Fred, you know, know what, Fred? Fred, you What's know up, what? Dude? I like. Okay, I'm over here now, but I like the heights. 
I like mm-hmm. I, that's where I grew up. Yo, man, I love that. Right. You know, okay. because okay. you know, it's 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 like you know everybody. You go you know people on your street. People don't even really talk. You know what I'm saying? These neighbors don't really talk like that. I mean they probably yeah. have meetings. You know, they have a meeting, they go to their meetings, you know, but when you walk out your side you actually know your neighbor. You know, you well, you, you relate to Of them. course. Of course when you, you were born see like that's the way it is when I go to the crest, you know? I mean, we got a lot of Hispanics that has moved there, but everybody, I still know at least on one street, I, I at least know four or five families that are still there. Now, you have to realize now, uh, I went to high school in the 80s, so it's, a lot has changed, but I still feel comfortable in the hood, as they call it. Right. I mean, and, and the ambiance in terms of, you know, the trees and the, you know, they keep it up and all that shit. Yeah, it's good to open up and wake up to that. But, you know, I don't I don't associate with anybody out here. I don't go over anybody's house and kick it, really. You, you Chef, know. do you get what? snow where you're at? <laughs> oh, shit, huh? You get, you you get snow? Brady. You get you get snow where you're at. Very seldom. Okay. Very. It's a, it's it's it'll be odd. It's, it'll really be a cold front coming in. Right. If it snows here, you know. But this weather lately has really been, you know, kind of phenomenal. Some phenomenal clouds have been traveling, and then it would. It was strange how they did this drought thing because you would see the clouds go right over it but the water would release. And it would always release over Sacramento. It would always go towards Oregon. And, you know, it always missed Sacramento. And now, for some reason, it's starting to come back down here. And, uh, you know, it was the fire season and, you know, all that. I, you know, it was kind of weird checking out the weather. And then that was the time when I rolled up to uh, Oregon. And I rode up Highway 5, and I see the transition of the landscape of how dry it was. And how everything and how, is green. And, and how parts of it turned green as soon as I left out of California. Right. It was green. Them fires, them fires really fucked up, and it smelled so bad when them fires were burning in California, man. You could smell that shit, and I was on vacation, and it was during the summertime and Fourth of July. And man, that just—it was—it was nasty. Nasty. Yeah. I think well, I'll give you this. Fire. I'll give you this, you Seth. California weather was always nice. There's no two ways about it. We didn't have mosquitoes. We didn't have any of that shit they had on the East Coast. No two ways, and I think that's why a lot of people went to California was for that weather. Year-round right. weather, you can play golf in Cal in California. Right. Do outdoor activities. Right. And you have tough golf. You got tough golf there. We have tough golf here in Vegas. Right. Don't y'all got an indoor driving range there? In Sacramento, Sacramento or Vegas? 
in Las Vegas. No, no, we don't. We don't have any indoor um, driving ranges, but they do have a top golf here. It's at the. It's at the MGM Grand. Right. I lived in Fresno and Clovis, Clovis, Texas, uh, Clovis, Fresno, and I lived on a fucking golf course, man. Then in Sacramento, I lived directly across the street by the zoo, and there was a uh, golf course right there in Sacramento. Yeah. Oh, where was you at, Land Park? Yeah, I was on Capri, right there on the corner. Nice, nice, nice. Man, I had a sunroom in my motherfucking house, dog. I sit out there and smoke weed, and my neighbors, they could look right into the motherfucking, you know, you don't put no blinds up in the uh, sunroom. So I'd be right. out there smoking my weed and shit. Man, I looked up one day and motherfucker watching me get my uh do some shit I ain't had no business. I'm like, wow, they watching. Where's Capri at? Oh, for free, where, 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 where part of there? Okay, you get off on Somerville, right? Sutterville, yeah. Somerville. Sutterville. Yeah, you make that left. Like, and you go up there by that Union 76 gas station. Right, 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 right. On the right-hand side. That next, not the next one, but when you get into the homes on the right-hand side, the first house on the right is Capri Way. I lived in that corner house right there. Okay, so you was over by the park, across from the park there. Directly across the street from the park. I could could, could spit. When I cross the street, I'm in the park. I'm damn near. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, damn, I'm damn near. I'm damn near. Where the zoo? Ah, ah! Them motherfuckers yeah. used to get loose, man. I I hear shit on top of the house. They tell us to yeah. go in the house and all kinds of shit. And That's when all a cool the area over there. Oh man, it's always popping, baby. Yeah. And uh, I was young and I pull it. Uh, man, I had it going on. And, what year? Uh, what year? What year was this? I would say two. Thousand one two three oh, yeah. three. Yeah. <laughs> you would love it. Yeah. yeah, man. But see, I know Bobby T's and Boston's and uh yeah. all yeah. them joints, you know, the touch of class. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, so I I when I come home I hear you I, I bring hear you, the I hear I, you bitch a Rancho Royal all the time. <laughs> yeah, I bring the I bring the club with me. You understand know I me? Mean? Uh yeah. uh we we we, we we up in there smoking, drinking, listening to music, and it's a, it's a trip. And that neighborhood, it's a lot of old timers that party. That's all they do. So they don't be tripping right. on you got a hundred car, fifty cars in front of your house. Right. And then the way the house was, the house was made in an L shape, right? Right. So when you come in, you got to come through two big gates, and uh, then it was a uh, uh, gate to get in. Then double doors. You walk in, and then was you walk into the living room. You can make a left and go to uh, down by the uh, what you call it, the fucking uh, uh, sunroom. And when you walk through the house, every place you see is glass. You can see directly down into the sunroom, and off the sunroom, you got a uh, a deck. I mean a, a patio with grass. Yeah. It was beautiful, man. Beautiful. Oh yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. 
some nice spots over here. Yeah. So you, you said, how long does it take you to drive to Jay's, Jay's house? Are you guys far away from each other or no? About five minutes, eh? They about five minutes apart. Well, that's not bad. Okay. I'm, right, I'm right around the corner from Jay. Oh, right. okay. Because I, I saw some video uh, Jay shot of his neighborhood. Man, they got some tall-ass trees there. I'm right around the corner from Jay. So you got some big-ass trees. What kind of trees? Well, they're like pine trees. Are they not pine trees? Uh, but that oak, that pine, that was like oak, or not oak, but uh, a little cedar, a lot of cedar. You said, do you have any redwoods where you're at? Are there any redwood trees by you? Oh, yeah. Man, I remember going to Northern California and going through those redwoods. Those things were humongous. I mean, like yeah, you I could drive your city of trees. They call this the like city of trees. It's all kind of trees. Like you, like you could drive your car through one of those tree trunks. That's how big those trees were. I got redwoods right. I got right redwoods right in back of me. Wow. My neighbor has redwoods. It is landscaping. Yeah, when some you guys had y'all had them wind storms and it was blowing down all them fucking trees and fucking oh, them fence man. up. Oh, you could make some money getting them fence up back up. She yeah. you know, all all them trees. Woo woo. Yeah. Out there in the Laguna area and all that. Oh man, you got there were some people knocking down their fences just to get a new one. Blaming it on the wind yeah. for the insurance. Hmm. Hmm. I never thought about that, right? Yeah. That was a perfect time. Remember, because right after that, it was it was trees blown down on every street, like almost on every street, man. It seemed like that wind blew down the fences, like. It was nothing. Boop, 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 boop. Everybody, look out there. Everybody been fucked up. Yeah. Again, imagine if California had her uh, hurricanes or tornadoes, like the mid Midwest. Holy oh God. yeah, they started. We started. We started to have tornadoes around here. Wow. Yeah. That's right. Starting to have tornadoes around here, man. It's not good. Yeah. These weather patterns. Yeah. All right, you guys. Man, I went well, to work this morning, and I didn't even have to work, man. Yeah, I walked in the arena, and motherfuckers was yeah. looking at me crazy like a motherfucker, man. I'm thinking I got to go to work today, man. Well, what is he doing fucking here? Yeah, they said, well, give me some of that weed you got. Yeah, I done walked into a job like that. 
Somebody don't show? Yeah, I show up on a Sunday or Saturday. If somebody that's uh, one of the good that old boys from come, the don't come. Oh, man, Crackhead Days was uh, a day after payday. We used to get, work, <laughs> get uh, pay, paid over there in uh, Richmond, right? Yeah. In Richmond, I was working for a, a contract out of the union hall. And on Wednesdays, we get paid. Come Thursday. Yeah. Motherfucker ain't showing up, buddy. This is, I, I know I'm going to make me at least Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Do you know yeah. I fucked around and made $100,000 just on those days? Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just showing you, up. You used to hang out in Richmond a lot? No, I just worked over there off a of park over there at uh, uh, Oscar Erickson. I used to work for Chevron Army Fighter. Man, Richmond was one of the neighborhoods I just wouldn't fuck with. I you know, I, you get up there on El Dorito. Yeah. I don't fuck around in Richmond either. If you, 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 well, Richmond and Vallejo. I mean, a lot I mean, I fuck with it, but I don't, I don't, I don't, I, I keep my, keep my, you know, I don't Man, do no stupid shit. Man, I ain't spent the night. I ain't with it. I ain't spent the night in Richmond. I, you know, I knew where to do what I had to do to do what I do to do. And get the fuck out of there, you know what I mean? But about yeah. me hanging out or going sitting up or going to a club or spending the night, no. And because <laughs> the, not only the niggas, the, 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 the thumb rags, the, uh, the police was dirty. Yeah. They were very dirty. They were real dirty. Hey, you said, is Richmond, gonna... that, is Richmond that city where all those Navy ships are based at? Is that Richmond? Martinez, I, it, are there a lot of uh, ships over the there, Fred? The Moth Ball is in Martinez. Uh, the Navy ship oh, Martinez. was in Martinez. Martinez. Okay, that's Because right. I remember like when I would drive from uh, Central California up to Lake Tahoe, there was this one area that always had like these Navy ships in them. That it just sat the there. Moth, it was the Moth Ball. Yeah. It's it like when I drove to the Robles last week. I went by the airplane graveyard right outside of Edwards Air Force Base. Man, there's like 200 airplanes just sitting there in the Mojave Desert. And I think that's the airplane junkyard where the uh, old airplanes just go and sit. And then they had all these up on the mountains, on the hills, they had all these windmills, all these uh, big, huge windmill things spinning. Crazy. We're over here in Northern California? No, that was by Edwards Air Force Base. Oh, like oh, oh, highway, oh, oh yeah. Highway 58 before I got to Bakersfield. Right. There's like all these huge windmills up in the hills. Yeah, yeah. Turbine power, those are power sources. Some of, them were, some of them weren't spinning. It was like half of them were spinning and half of them weren't even moving. Turn it on a wing. But, uh, yeah, yeah, they turn them on and off. 
that's where they're making a lot of money uh, with those uh, wind turbines. Right. You know, they're making a lot of money with that right now. And these things were huge. They were like 100 yeah. feet tall. Yeah. They really got them over here. Like over in the Silicon Valley, I think. Yeah. Going back over there, Tracy. If you go to the Bay Area on the back way, go through Stockton and, uh, you know, hit. Oh, five, uh, five, five to 99. 580. Yeah. yeah. All yeah. that shit. Yeah. Nice drive. Where you call it? Kettleman's and uh, Corcoran's. Not Corcoran's, but uh, Avenal. I remember, I remember Kettleman's Field. City. It's funny you said Kansas that. Field. I remember Kettleman's Kansas. City, right on Highway 5 and 41 or something. Right. And that's where they had all those cows that smelled like a fucking shit yard. They smelled driving through and Kettleman's still got all that. They still got all that old gross-ass stinking-ass shit out there, too. Oh, my God. But then your air conditioner, your, uh, that filter, your car, your, 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 your filter fixture, your shit. In fact, last week I drove by, I drove uh, through a town called Wasco, and I went past the Wasco State Prison. Wasco County Jail. Yeah, oh, my Wasco, God. Wasco County. But some of those fields, I'm going to tell you. They had miles long of beautiful flowers grown. Somebody was growing flowers. I almost stopped and took a picture of it. But there were so many flowers growing. Welcome to Wasco County. Oh, my God. Uh, Yusef. Yusef. Yusef and yeah, Fred, go ahead. I had to put myself on view because I get up. What's up? You ever been? You ever? You know anybody ever been on that bus that take you from uh, county jail to prison, and they take you down there to all the guys and you spend the night in one prison, and then you end up in another prison, then you end up in high desert, and then you end up. You say, do I know anybody prison. that went through that? Yeah, on that fucking on that bus. Yeah. No. I'm, I'm sure I know people that that has, but I never got into a conversation with them about it. <laughs> they stop at McDonald's. They stop. They stop. You, they pick you up there in Fairfield, even in the county up there in yeah. Fairfield, right? I mean, in uh, Sacramento. Yeah. It'd be a big yeah. old long motherfucking green bus. Niggas chained in there. They got motherfucking armed guards, and they get your bag left. Now, if you're yeah. on the road more than eight hours, the motherfucker, no, I think it's like 12, they stop at McDonald's and get you a burger. And I think it's a cheese, yeah, cheeseburger and some fries. You don't get no fucking soda. And you you, you, you don't get to pee. You don't get off that motherfucker. All right? Did they got a bathroom on there? You ain't, man, look, you bet not pee. Motherfucker, and they ain't taking no chain off people, of you. What about fucking... people with what about what about people with prostate problems? Uh, we you, you're on the medical van, then you they gonna shoot your ass on you ain't on that. They got a medical prison called DVI Tracy. That's far as you going, buddy. You ain't going to none of those other institutions because it's high risk for people that's with handicaps and shit. They, 
the cold it's a cold system out there. It's a world that a lot of people don't know nothing about. It's like the lost dead and them tombs themselves, man. It'd be hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of men and them motherfuckers on bunks sleeping in there, unlocked. You go to eat, you go to child, you fucking go to work just like you do out here. But it's amazing that some people get in there and do the right fucking thing, but out here just can't get right. It's, 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 it's some shit. See, you, you like to go to bed at night and not worry about if I left my car open, my keys, or my door, you know, but, I mean, it's a certain instinct. You know, but it's a motherfucker, man, a dog, rogue, nigga, a white man, black man, Chinese, a lunatic. But it's some people just love to steal and be mischievous and can, and hurt people. It's more of those in there than it is good people. A lot of people that are in there is because they won't quit. I didn't listen to the story. Just won't quit. I'm talking about from the young that think he cool, always hip, always doing shit, won't stop, won't stop, snacking motherfuckers' chains, trying to sell them a brick, trying, doing just stupid shit. Man, I done seen motherfuckers in there in wheelchairs, young men, young men, twisted all up. And I asked them their story. And their story is the same. And they, they running the same story in the game, isn't it? You say, well, how did you get it? But then on the other end, I'd have been in programs, you know, in the free world where uh, I'm in the hospital and I meet young cats, 16 and 17, that's on uh, heroin. I mean, babies, man, white Jewish kids, white kids, rich kids, black kids, poor kids, on heroin. I'm like, who introduced you to this shit? Did you know that this is unheard of? Twelve? You hear me, man? Motherfuckers beat an OD though. So it's it's, it's it's who's the fault? Who's the blame? What for, for getting people with heroin? Man, the youth and the, the judicial system—it works hand in hand. The judicial system is the government, man, you know. But, you know, I hear a lot of times when we have these conversations, well, Fred, it's just some bad people. It's just some bad people. I think that nothing makes you, I think situation, environment makes you bad. You know, I never met a baby that just, oh, that baby bad. That baby, I've met a baby that, they, nobody raised their voice at and let the baby stand there and slap them in the face and smile and laugh at that shit instead of saying, stop it, you don't do that. You hear me? She is. Yeah. Just a conversation. I ride along and on and on in the third hour. I'm on my way to a pulmonary. I'm here, Mr. T. I'm just here. Yeah, I'm I'm at this. I'm at the 
Yeah. I, uh, I'm over here in uh, Temple, Texas. I got a pulmonary appointment. I guess that's a breathing test. So I'm supposed to run in here at 2.40. I'm here already. I've been driving since so far. How you been feeling? Oh, yeah, I'm good, man. I feel real well. I just yeah. staying up on my on my test and my diet, trying to keep the right shit. Yeah, I just see my doctor uh, on the board. Yeah, my PSA was. Uh, what did I tell you? What did I tell you my PSA was? I don't know. Zero point. It's, it's eight. It's eight. Oh, eight. Okay. One one point eight or uh, eight. But that was my uh and then my A one C is six. And it used to be seven and eight. Yeah. Now it's six. My A one C that's the uh the chicken part of it. But yeah, man. And like I said, I'm I'm here now to do this pulmonary test. You know, just a breathing, some kind of breathing test. And I'm going to do the sleep sleep apnea next week or next next week. And they say that sleep, man, has something to do with your heart and shit. If you're waking up and can't breathe at night, which I don't have, I didn't think I had no problem, but they say that uh, I do, so. Um, I'm straight up. Huh? You get all these tests taken on you. They find it out. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> shit. Yeah, buddy. I ain't, I ain't mad at them. It's better to yeah, know than to do something about it, you know. American, what do you call it? Uh, European medicine and this, that, and the other. It has come a long way, so. Hell, I ain't doing shit else. I'll come over here, take a drive, take a shower. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You kicking it. <laughs> you fucking right. I'm over here. I, I'm, I'm going to shoot you a picture. I'm spotted in a motherfucker. I'm looking like a, tur- a stuffed turkey. Motherfucker. I got my little, uh, uh, no, I, th- I don't know. It's probably in there somewhere, but uh, text it to me when we get off. Uh, so yeah, I got you know it's uh it's the season right? It's turkey season and the school out. Right. Everybody Thanksgiving and I'm sitting up here with my motherfucking Cartier sweater with my top hat on and shit. You know, right. looking like a million, looking like a million bucks, right. smelling like a million bucks. You know that Cali, you know that swagger that we do. You know, right, when you right, when right, you, right. you when you, you sixty two and blessed. Ah. Uh, yeah, man. Ooh, Charles, you gotta be more careful. I'm gonna give you one of these oatmeal sacrament chips cookies. Let me tell you about that. Let me tell you about that. Did that, did that motherfucker just tell y'all don't eat no more cookies and cakes and honey buns and shit? That nigga say I'm supposed to get me a chocolate chip. That nigga say I'm supposed to get me a chocolate chip double dip. Double dip, motherfucker. Hell yeah. I ate that motherfucker. I would have been late to this appointment. I didn't eat that kind of shit and went home at 12 o'clock and and didn't get up at 2.45 to get the kids. So I know 
that 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 the shit is real. I know. <laughs> I oversleep. Fuck that. Shit. No, if I fuck with that double dip chocolate chip cookie, well, nigga. Uh, fuck out. yeah. Woo! <laughs> shit. All over. All over. I oversleep like a motherfucker. So see, I know better. <laughs> what, it told you, it told your numbers off or something? It throws my it numbers off and then when off. I go to sleep, when I when I go to sleep, it, it, it puts me in kind of a, like a, I can hear what's going on, but, you know, you know, you know like a, a light-headed, yeah. like you just yeah. took a charge and yeah. you sit down. Yeah. Yeah, that sugar fucks with me. And then I... Oh, okay, okay. That white, that white bread, that sugar, and sh- that biscuits and shit, I know goddamn right. I done OD four or five times off them motherfuckers. With some soap and some honey and some real butter. Yeah. So I know. I'm just, uh, I'm, tr- I'm just trying to slow all that shit down. When you know better, you do better. Let me get my black ass in here, man, see if they can uh, see what's going on with me. Okay, ain't nothing wrong with me. They, 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 the doctor keeps telling me ain't shit wrong with you. You just fine. Handle your business, man. All right, big dog. Later. 